press start. We're recording, right? So I can do the intro. Yeah, go ahead. I yeah, mean, apparently, apparently you're in charge. So I, mean, I would love it if Derek was in charge. <laughs> me too. I definitely me too. don't want to be. <laughs> the shirtless guy is in charge. The one that doesn't wear clothes. Welcome half the time. to episode 151 of Current Gen. I'm your host, Derek, and we also have Dan. Say hi, Dan. I have a shirt on. So all right, cool. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> Me too, and I have a watch, and I have this, uh, it's a fidget ring. I actually um, really do like your watch. I'm a watch guy, too. Yeah, yeah I have, like, eight. I, like watches. I, I bought a, this is a new 2023 thing. I bought, like, a case, and it, I filled it with eight watches now. I have so oh, many watches. You got a well, watch case. I have a watch case. Well, you're more into watches. It's a new yeah. thing, though. It's too like many shows. Too many podcasts. It'll be a segment in this one. We're just we're just raking in the millions from all the podcasts we're doing now. Oh, that's true. That's we're true. buying Sponsors. watches with all your hard earned YouTube money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> These are all Man. under a hundred, let's be real. But this is really nice. Last one. but not least, we have Kyle. Say hi, Kyle. Hi. All right, good. So enthusiastic. I bought it. I'm wearing pants. I don't know. I the so how's every, how's everybody doing after our game of the year show? Everybody recovered? We ready I'm an alcoholic for now. All right, uh, oh, yeah, okay. That's yeah. where that's where we landed. Was that your 2023 goal? <laughs> yeah, to become and y'all got me there super it. quick because of I want to dis- destroy so. my liver. If I'm if I'm not getting on a liver replacement transplant list by November, mm. then I've failed. That's what that's I'm, what Kyle's I, saying. So I'm just I'm yeah. just riding until the wheels fall off at this point. <laughs> Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. <clears throat> No, I, I thought we were all very nice to each other, and uh, we we reached some. Okay, lists, I would say. No, we reached some really good lists, and I really, I really enjoyed Game of the really Year. Did. I did all enjoy... From here. Yeah, I enjoyed all the shows, but I am ready. I actually liked how... I don't even think we purposely did this, but it's it's pretty cool that we, we finished our end-of-the-year, game-of-the-year shows, and we literally are starting our what I would consider our first true show of 2023, and it's yeah. with a big launch. So, um, big launch on multiple media, you know what I mean? Yeah, multiple different big launches. So, yeah, well, let's kick show off with who got a fire emblem engage? Who, who, who's purchased a copy of that? Me, Kyle. I did too. I want, I want the record to show that I like anime more than Dan at this point. (laughs) Okay, spell it. Spell it. Yeah, we we have to establish something. Yeah, Dan is a pony. So it's okay. never going to be a surprise that he doesn't buy sorry, good games horse, on other systems. Your pony. Horses, Your pony. horses watch anime too, okay? Horses, horses are also one of the dumbest animals on the planet. So. <laughs> Wait, what? They are. What? They're very stupid. They're very no, low yeah. on the intelligence. Donkeys are rating. actually smarter. Than, like, they're, they're pigs smarter are smarter. Actually, that's not. Like, pigs are actually really smart. So that's not a good comparison. All right, welcome to Farmcast. <laughs> all right, let me tell you Growing up in Texas, I know a theory do about livestock. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Darn tootin'. I'll say, I'll say. Uh. Yeah, now All we're right, in Louisiana. So Kyle, Jeff, and myself, but Dan, who it's would probably Dan. absolutely love Fire Emblem. Engage, well, I got, I got to go. I got to go back to the the beginnings of the series and start oh, there. Oh, <laughs> nothing that connects. Yeah, really. Game yeah, they have that. nothing to do with each other now. <laughs> Although this one actually has a lot to do with literally every Fire Emblem game. Yeah, this but, is like the uh, Fire Emblem All Stars, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, that's true. But I don't think. I'm not feeling lost or anything. Like I don't. No, you wouldn't be because it's only yeah. characters. 
Yeah, so let's, so yeah, let's, yeah, let's going, kick hey, it this off. This reminds me with, of the time I did the thing back then and the thing or whatever. Like it's, let's kick, let's kick all off of the discussion me, so. of Fire Emblem with Jeff. Um, since you are new to the franchise, completely new, correct? You've never bought a Fire Emblem game before? Correct. I always assumed I would hate it. Okay, it's well then the genre, we really, would like to hear your assumptions being genre. wrong. So go ahead and share your thoughts. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, because I do want to keep playing it. Um, so I think... I think I just kind of started last year getting more into turn-based things. Like, yes, I did beat Marvel. both South Park games, uh, and those were turn-based, but those are different turn-based type of games where you're, like, throwing farts at each other and stuff like that. So it's just different. That's a different flavor of turn-based oh. where it's funny and, like... Um, and, and, and South and, Park and then, 2 was kind of a little more tactical, right? It, it was more I'm tactical, like Fire Emblem, around, yeah. where you had to move around in confined yeah. spaces within, like, a, I think it's, like, a just a cube. Like a like so in a nine, I think it was yeah, a nine like square grid. grid, right? I think yeah, it was yeah. nine yeah. blocks. Yeah, smaller. Yeah, it was much smaller. Whereas Fire Emblem is like have fun. It's like chess, basically. Um, uh, except there's a little more movement than that, I guess. I always thought of Fire Emblem as like a more limited movement turn-based type of game, but I playing this one, I, I feel like that's not the case at all. Um, mm -hmm. But but Midnight Suns was my uh, you know, and I, I played the Dio Field demo too. Um, there's more freedom in Diofield though. There's there's not as much tactical. Oh, yeah. It's more real. It's more real time. This is yeah, taking yeah. Diofield has no grid. But Midnight yeah. Suns was not only turn based, but like it required you to think about what cards you want to use. You know, because you you're gonna be done with that card like for that turn. Uh, so, um, it, but the movement was more free. Like you could just kind of walk around and be that could yeah. be your one you move. Turn and burn cards. Yeah. 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 Um, so I guess I was basically that was like my. I guess the groundwork was laid for if I was going to buy a turn-based, you know, take a gamble and buy a turn-based game like this one um, that's more tactical-based. Um, so, yeah, that's I, I don't know. I, it was just like we're in we're well past the middle point of January, and I haven't bought a AAA game yet. And this is con still considered AAA, right? Yeah, uh, very much so. Yeah. Even yeah. though the Switch is not what you would consider, like, Comparable to like PS5 graphic wise and stuff. This it's still is a like among their top five flagship franchises. Yeah, right. this is yeah. this right. is Definitely. one of Nintendo's like this is their heavy hitter. Yeah, so. Fly, Fire Emblem is one of their biggest series. It's just only the past what maybe like few iterations that got more decade. popular. I, yeah, it really started I, with I, I, it started getting really big during the DS, 3DS, 2DS okay. era. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like it's been around since forever. Yeah, because I remember Nintendo, Kyle right? uh, when I went to Colorado and this. I, I don't think the Switch was up. Was the Switch out yet? I don't think so. No. But you, I remember you on 3DS playing Fire Emblem. Um, yeah. I don't remember which one that was, probably but Fates. I remember probably Fates. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You were definitely on 3D. That, so that I remember that that kind of like breaking kind of wide open, and I didn't know what it was until I saw you playing it. Um, anyway. Uh, so yeah, I just another thing was I'm normally not into JRPGs, but I'm just kind of getting more lenient with things I've always said no on in gaming. Yeah. Um, so I was like, you know what? I haven't. I still have all this money that I haven't spent all this money on games. Like in December, I spent so much freaking money on games. It's stupid. Uh, so like I was just ready, you know. So I just thought I would take the risk. And uh, yeah, dude, I really like it. I really like uh, the combat and how um, it, it's. Um, it kind of has like these elements of certain weapons being stronger than others. Um, that's just one example. And obviously, I'm super rock, early. Paper, it's like a rock, paper, scissors. Uh, yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. So, like, swords yeah. beat axes or something like that. You know, axes yeah. beat, like, you know, uh, jousting, jousting beat swords. Yeah, whatever those things line, are. You know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, I, I do love that aspect. And I feel like they're going to just tack on maybe like 
little more a little more nuances to the combat that you have to remember to make you feel smart when you nail it. Um, so I feel like they're going to add more of that as I progress. But I don't feel lost or anything. I thought like with it being Fire Emblem and the fact that there have been several Fire Emblem, I thought there would be like an element of you kind of have to know a little bit yeah. about this world or whatever. And that's yeah, not the case in different at universes. All. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like this world, I looked, I looked it up after I played the first uh, couple chapters, and I was like, oh, this world has not been touched on like at all in any sense. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and the characters and, you're playing as are new characters, but the people right, in the right. rings are like you know your your classic all. And, and I and I felt that too. The game was kind of explaining it to me. Because they had to, because the lead character, this guy, uh, who I named, I think I named Fr- Frun- Frunky, something stupid. Uh, I always name him something Frunky. stupid. That sounds like uh, a very anime name. Frunky. They originally Super named him anime. something that sounded like after a star constellation. And I was like, no, that's too, that's too on the nose for the genre. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so I had to go really dumb. Anyway, um, but he's they got the the anime trope of him having amnesia and stuff like that. Uh, but it's like mild amnesia, so there's some things that he remembers. Um, it, so like they're they are having to explain to the gamer what's happening, and so I'm not feeling lost at any point. Um, I feel yeah, like yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is the whole intro is like heavy on like here's how to play the game. Yeah, yeah here's what's so. going on. They very much treat like, you like a very first-time player. are, and, like, yeah. they're, they're very much treating the game like, hey, nobody's ever played Fire Emblem ever. So yeah. we've got to explain everything to you. So I know people get tired of that, but I think it's smart, especially with because franchises of, like Because this, you have circumstances like mine, where some, t- do, some, do some people, people are, like, are finding new franchises every day and becoming yeah, new fans, you yeah. know, so like, you, some, gotta, you gotta treat it like it's the first time, you know? Exactly. It's funny, because, like, I've been f- playing Fire Emblem since, I believe the name is Awakening on the 3DS or 2DS. Or, yeah. Um, So I've been playing since then. I was always interested in the series, but I never got it. Like, the one that was on the GameCube always looked cool to me, but I never bought it. Um, But the re- reason I'm bringing Very this up is, game. like, I have always been in the Fire Emblem, but I've never really been into... Sh- strategic rpgs and even jrpgs i will play certain ones but for the most part i don't play them a lot Mm -hmm. um but i've been it started last year obviously everybody heard enough about how much i love xenoblade chronicles 3 but even with like deal field and all these other games i started like really seeking out strategic rpg games like now that's like my thing where it's like i want to play this this hmm. this is now fun to me, whereas in the past I would have been like, uh, I mean, I think, I'll buy it and play it for an hour or two, but I, that's not yeah. my thing. Like I wouldn't. I think our um, I think we're kind of at the age now where, <laughs> where our lifestyle and what the life that we like with the life we have left, we're uh, we're kind of like let's slow things down a little bit, including in gaming, because yeah. this is a definitely more of a, and I felt this way about Midnight Suns. I was like, I feel more relaxed and it's not so urgent. Like, go do the thing. Like, God of War Ragnarok was a very stressful experience as much yeah. as I love that game. Um, and and I must, as much as I normally love those type of games where you, you it's, an, it's an urgent combat system and you got to go attack the guy now. Um, this is a nice break from that, for me, yeah. at least. Because I've been playing those types of games all my life and I've been avoiding these types of games all my life. So yeah. well, I this think is a really refreshing me... change of pace for me. I don't know if it if it's the same thing for you or even some of you other guys on this on this podcast. Like for me, I was always intimidated by JRPGs and even strategy RPGs. Yeah. Not because just because I sucked at them. That wasn't it. 
it was I would always do how long to beat a game. And yeah, I would same. always same see here. 80 to 100 hours, and I'd be like, no, I'm not playing yeah. this mm-hmm. game for 80 to 100 hours. <laughs> and first of all, they have gotten a little bit better. I'm starting to see JRPGs, their times for, like, main story completion, and you have easy mode in almost every game now, is yeah. dropping to usually around 40 to maybe 60 hours. Yeah. But also, I think for me, I've changed my mindset where, and I did this last year, obviously with uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3, but don't forget, I beat Fire Emblem Three Houses as well. It's a huge game, dude. Which is a huge game. But it was a change in my mind sh- mindset where I now play multiple games at the same time. So I'll usually have like a smaller experience. Let's say, I'm saying it's smaller. I'm not saying it's like five hours, but like God of War, which is more straightforward. Like, hey, you're playing this to to enjoy the combat and get through the story, but the story is not going to take you 80 hours. No. So I can play that and make that my main game. And then usually like in these handheld games, like Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Fire Emblem, Three King, Three Houses, and now this new Fire Emblem game, my mindset is now whenever I want to watch soccer or Netflix or something like that, I can grab my Switch, lay on my bed, and just play yeah. as I'm watching a show. And it's... It's changed my mindset where I'm not being intimidated by how long a game is, and I'm just slowly going through it at whatever pace I want, if that makes sense. So I've actually been enjoying these games more, that it's making me want to play more of them, and that's why, and I'm not going to get into it right now, I'll talk about it later in the show, but I've been playing Final Fantasy XII, because that's another one of the games that I was like, I always wanted to beat this, I always wanted to beat it, and now I'm going... I'm not going to be intimidated by how long it is anymore. I'm just going to play through it and pace myself, and then eventually I'll get through it. But mm-hmm. that's how I've been handling these games. So that's that's going to be my strategy with Fire Emblem Engage. we got more games coming out. Well, literally, we're recording Next by week, the day on yeah. Friday night. Yeah. So Tuesday is the release of Forspoken. I'm getting it. And then next Friday is Dead Space. So we've got a ton of games coming up. So yeah. this game has to be oh, yeah. just something where I have to have that mindset of like, hey, let's just keep chipping away at it. Don't just yeah. This is gonna be it. my long term chip away type. Yeah. I can already tell because I know yeah. that I, I check the chapter length and it's like, um, not the length of each chapter, but how many chapters there are, and it's like twenty eight chapters, and obviously they're gonna vary in length based on um, how much you're asked to do, and there's side quests as well. Um, so I'm I'm expecting like a f- 50 main story 40 40 to 50 about that long usually and and if you add extra maybe 70 maybe 60 70 um that's what i'm expecting but there's no times yet because the game is so new um but yeah i'm totally with you i'm getting forespoken in dead space as well especially because i haven't played the first dead space ever uh so that's gonna be another eye-opening experience uh so um i'm totally playing those and those are like my ones that i like okay these are the ones i focus on but like while i'm you know have something where i can afford to have that second screen experience where i can multitask yeah Yeah. fire emblems that chip away at game for sure i can kyle what's your what's your thoughts uh and how did you get to play it all yeah yeah i definitely got to play some um i'm really i'm really enjoying this game you know uh uh, fire emblem um three houses which uh, is my favorite fire emblem but like I didn't want another one of those because it's such a yeah man that there's a cycle to that game that's so deliberately slow paced. So like you really get to know these characters as you're murdering them. 
Um, sure. So like, sure. It, so like, the, 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 there's a reason to it all and everything like that. But like, I didn't want another carbon copy one of those. So them like yeah. kind of going back to the basics to the and root. it being kind of oh, it, it's mm -hmm. it's more linear. I would call it. that's not the right word. There's just less going on mechanically in the game. Like you know, like you do go to like a hub area and talk to people and do it's some more mini focused. stuff. But it's way more focused. Thank you, Dan. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, I haven't it's, been to the hub area. Is it like? <clears throat> Is it as open as three houses or not? Mm, it's smaller. It's like a smaller area. Everything's That's right. That's what I was hoping you'd yeah. say. Everything's right not... where it needs to be. So, okay. uh, and I but feel there's like still there... like mini stuff to do there. I, I don't know if the other games have done this, but I feel like they're kind of. It's kind of like with Midnight Suns when they introduce new characters. The pacing at which they're introducing new things and ideas and concepts and combat and characters to you, it it works so well because it, yeah. it never. You, I never feel like I'm drowning. Okay, there's too much being thrown at me. Like there's some games that. I swear there was one game that I tried that both y'all love, or all of you might love. That I was like, "There's, there's way too many instructions being thrown at me right now," and I just had to bounce. I was like, "I'm not in the mood for this," and this is not that type of experience for me. Um, That's good. I feel like yeah. they're pacing it there out. There is a really nice well. pacing to it in yeah. terms of new stuff, and you're going to be getting new characters all game. You know, really, if you're yeah. if you're playing it, and I'm not playing it on classic mode, I. I just kind of want to cruise through this game. Uh, yeah, I, I played it on it. easy. Uh, so I'm playing, on, I'm playing it on normal casual, which means normal casual. Like, oh, that's the characters I mean, don't casual. die. Uh, yeah. uh, but usually Fire Emblem proper is folks get knocked out because you have to make sacrifice plays and they're yeah. dead. And they're yeah. out of the story and they're dead forever. I'll be so honest. The game, the game does a good job of giving you... Play it, 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 like it raises the stakes in a big way. But usually I just like... Usually I just rewind because you have that ability too. So if someone does die, you could just like, well, let me take back move back or whatever. But back in the day, like if someone died, they died. And that's why the games have gotten into this idea of like you're going to be getting new characters all the way to the end of the game pretty much, you know. So it's like there's always going to be someone new to try out or, or some, you know, some interesting pairing to, to, to get to. Awesome. Um, this is one of my favorite franchises. I already bought the season pass. So I was like, I know I'm going to play all this stuff. So uh, <laughs> awesome. you know, I just came out of the gate and purchased all the content for it and um it's like what 30 bucks for the yeah pack? yeah and there's it's a lot like the first pack is already out so like i already have like extra like emblem rings and oh, all a bunch of like starter like items like that that's, oh, that's, that's cool. like pad Damn. padding the front of my game in a pretty easy way um and I'm, I'm just really enjoying it i think it's great i was we were talking in the chat that like uh, again unlike three houses which is way more game of thronesy it's all about like making friends backstabbing them you know, mm -hmm. making like, you know, uh, watching this like huge story unfold about like people who shouldn't be fighting are just killing each other. It's it's war, you know. This is way high fantasy. It's talking dragons, yeah. super yep. vibrant neon colors and stuff like that. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, so it's it's uh, it definitely it's looks like more fantastic. It's yeah. way more fantastical. Say, I'm yeah. not gonna lie, like I was like uh, first of all, again, I like the Fire Emblem franchise, but I was drawn in by the hair color. I was like, blue and red, this looks so freaking it's vibrant and cool. Vibrant. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> it's uh, they, they're just out of they're out of their way to just give you a really like eye popping experience. And I know you own a o O L A D, uh, Derek. So I don't know if you played it in handheld mode yet. It looks awesome in handheld yeah. mode. Yeah, looks yeah. Super I actually slick. think the game. I had it. Uh, so I got my new monitor. So I had it plugged into the new monitor, and that's OLED as well. But, but it's bigger. It's forty-eight inches, and so I was actually expecting it to be ugly. And as I was playing, I was like, "This looks good. Like it's a sharp this actually looking game. looks good on my big screen." Whereas, like, if I would play like Breath of the Wild and stuff like that in handheld mode, Breath of the Wild looks great it really does yeah but when you put it on a big screen and it starts to stretch 
Yeah, all, yeah I agree with I'm that. Like, yeah. I'm, see, I'm making a face. I'm already. I like, played ninety yeah. percent of that game in handheld, <laughs> and I was so stoked to play like a Zelda like on the big screen, and like yeah. I, 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 very quickly. I, I was like, it just I had that experience here. like because I have a 4K monitor right here, and my Switch is up here, and I just toggle the inputs when I want to play yeah. on my Switch. Uh, my 4K monitor was giving me the ugliest picture of Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Like it was just hideous. Mm. um so i was like okay yes. i now i switched to the 10 1080p uh, monitor and this game looks great on that like i mean it looks fantastic. i would highly yeah. recommend playing switch games on 1080p because i yeah. don't think people yeah. realize like having all that extra all those extra um i'm forgetting the name of it but like your, your little pixels or something or pixels having yeah. all those extra pixels actually makes a lot of like it distorts switch games something about distorting it makes it the look picture. gross yeah. Yeah. Whereas if you have like a tighter screen that's 1080p and it's actually native to what the output is, yeah. it looks makes everything look tighter and prettier. Yeah, even I noticed if it that is. right away with Fire Emblem. I was like, wow, wow, yeah. this looks really good. Yeah. It does. It looks good on big screen. Even on regular it, ass. Because Kyle, do you have a Switch OLED or no? Yeah, yeah, I sure you do? do. Yeah. So I don't. And even then, I was still playing regular normie Switch, uh, and it looked awesome on handheld mode in that nice. sense too like so i mean it's a good it looks good on both yeah it's definitely yeah. a good looking game it's got great uh art art design um yep. so far i like everything it's very light-hearted in the beginning like yeah. you know yeah. i picked yeah. the i picked the female character to start the game because you know <laughs> progressive i've always been progressive so uh, yeah, too that's, that's, that's the all, one word always always all, <laughs> always one word i would associate <laughs> but i picked her and she was it, she was just you know completely like like very like sweet and very like ditzy kind of like yeah. very over the top nice i'm like oh my gosh this is gonna be extremely um cartoony and animated kind of feel to it, it it's got a, a light-hearted vibe to it so but far, i'm expecting yeah. yeah i'm expecting as we get through it and they start to kind of play through the plot and why you're at war and <clears throat> and all that stuff i i expected to get so, a little bit so better. that's that's y'all's experience with previous Fire Emblems is that the story does take a dark turn sometimes. Or I mean, with three yeah, they're houses, either start dark or get dark. That's kind yeah. of yeah. three houses. Yeah. Like cool. you start cool. out like by picking a house, and you pick the main character, and you kind of go to that school and you play that character. But you start to realize that like these three houses are like not who you think they are. Like there's uh -oh. people doing shady stuff and. They're out for blood, and that was kind of what Kyle was talking about. There's more depth to it. It is a Game of Thrones type feel to it. I don't know about this one. I didn't do like a lot of research on the on the story or anything, and I only watched one review, and I can't even remember if he said the story was good or not. Um, I know he said he loved the game. I think he gave it a nine out of ten. But um, but I would expect that this will have some darkness, I would say, yeah. to it. No, it's a very well, and, bright, and cartoony type. There's a rounded, feel-good vibe to it, too, with, like, oh, your classic characters are here, and look how colorful yeah. it is. It's like, I think they're yeah. also kind of going for, like, uh, good vibes, you know. Um, oh, yeah, starting experience out too, but like, Yeah, like I have a feeling guy, something... There's something just... called, like, the, the dark dragon or d demon dragon or whatever. Yes. Like, yeah. it's probably not a nice thing, you know. It's <laughs> yeah, probably going to yeah. show up, and it's, it's probably, probably going to get... <laughs> probably gonna get pretty wicked dark i, like I just think nintendo wicked does dark. a good job of wicked wicked taking dark. like darker themes 
and still having a lighthearted like cuteness to it that you don't feel like you're playing something really dark or demonic mm-hmm. or anything like that. Like you, they even do that with like Zelda. Like everybody's so cartoony and happy yeah. and yeah, over yeah. the top, but the end of the world could be literally happening and you have to save it. And they're just like, "Hey, Link!" Uh, hey, yeah. Except if you're playing Majora's Mask and everyone's just off and creepy. You're like, "Why? What's the vibe of this?" <laughs> well, there's all sorts of fun theories with that game. So that <laughs> yeah, really there's a lot of darkness in that. But overall, yeah. I, I would say we didn't get the. None of us got to dive into it super deep because we're literally recording this on the day that it launched. So I only got to play a little bit. It sounds like you guys got definitely further than me. Um, and our impressions overall is if you like Fire Emblem, buy this. If you mm-hmm. don't know if you like Fire Emblem, I think this sounds like it. To me, this I would say this is a good place to start because, A, you don't have to worry about it whether you know the story or anything like that. We've already established that it's a completely separate universe, completely separate characters, uh, obviously different story. Um, and then I would say as far as level of difficulty, this game, as far as learning it and how to play it, this one has been said by reviewers that this is an easier Fire Emblem game because of the engage part of the, the game where you basically become awesome. OP. There's a lot yeah. of, again, like... It's so cool. It's there's so magic cool. and dragons and creatures sometimes in these games, but the way that they're, like... Like, your transformation when you go engage, like, you have, like, angel wings that are on fire yeah, or whatever. I like that. Like, it I gets that. wacky, like, and yeah. I really like it. It's so just, you're the animation them, like, when, um, you, uh, when you attack is in that mode when you're, like, engaged with your M- whatever. It's so cool. So cool. Yeah. love the animation so, style. Like, what are you building up to, to grab them? Like, obviously, it, it sounds like it's, like, almost like an ultimate move, right? So it's, like, do, are yeah. you accumulating something in order to grab these all-star, like, previous characters? So, like, like, well, they're, they're, always kind of fight, they're always they're kind of rings, fighting okay. alongside of you because you have, like, a ring or whatever. Okay. But, like, the way that you utilize that depletes some sort of bar that repletes, you know? Okay. And, and then yeah. okay. using that, you can use moves and, yeah. and they'll have, and merge. On, and, on, the, on the battlefield, they're... Sometimes there will be like, oh, there's if you go to there over that area, yeah, there's a refill you'll, point. You'll get, yeah, you'll oh, get okay. some refill, or you can just keep attacking and you'll refill it naturally, basically. Okay, yeah, yeah. it sounds cool. I think it's a really, it's almost like an homage to the entire previous series. Like, oh, hey, yeah, I'd like the, these yeah, guys. That's what are it here. sounds like. Yeah. And whether it's attached to the story or not, obviously, yeah. I don't know. Maybe you guys know, or maybe they haven't said it yet, um, like the story reasons why that's happening. But I, I think that's really cool to just kind of be like, hey, like, remember all these like characters from the yeah. series that you super love? since like, for me, at least, uh, Fire Emblem has some of the coolest looking characters yep. in all of I mean, the video games. How many are in Smash? <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, Sakurai, dude, Sakurai has I like could not 15 stop putting of putting those guys. I got another sword guy for you. It's like, so many. I love you, guys. bud, but we need to figure it out here, you know. <laughs> so, so many. But the, to me, they have some of the coolest co- characters in all of video games. I've always felt that way since yep. I started playing the Fire Emblem games. And I'm I'm not gonna lie, I I'm shallow that type of stuff. Like if you have cool looking characters, I'm like, yep, I'll buy you. So yeah. I, I That's think why overall... I get suckered into Tales games every every year that one of those comes out. I'm like, oh, because they always knock Dude. out like the character design. Dude, like, it's Ar- like... Arise is gorgeous. That yeah. game is oh, beautiful. Yeah. So. That's still one of is them it? that's uh, in my uh, in my queue to to finish. One of my JRPGs <laughs> that I want to finish. Never never talked about that game. Never talked about it. Ever. No. Yeah, let's talk about them cliffs, oh, or we can talk about the space for the unbound. Yeah, there's not a whole lot to uh, this is a one of those one of those obnoxious indie games that people some people might make fun of indie games for. Um, 
you know, I like indie games, and sometimes I'm an apologist for the ones that are more obscure. And uh, there's not, there's like everybody got, everybody's gone to the Rapture. I love that game, and there's like, it's such a like obtuse game. It's so weird, uh, narratively and stuff. Uh, anyway, so this is like a pixel art type of game, and it's uh, I'm just gonna read the description because I only played the prologue, and I was like, oh, this isn't for me. Uh, so. <laughs> Sure. Well, there you go. Now you the know. The prologue is a demo, by the way, if you wanted to try it for free on Steam. Uh, yeah, so it's you're a slice selling of... me on it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it's a slice of life, a life adventure game with pixel art set in the late '90s rural Indonesia. I didn't. I couldn't even tell that was Indonesia. Oh um, wait, that, this one. Okay. Yeah, it tells a story mean. about overcoming anxiety and depression, uh, and the relationship between uh, a boy and a girl with supernatural powers. Um, I mean, reviews are at like 144 users. Uh, said very positive things about it so far it um, sounds like on paper it would be a like a fun animator yeah, yeah i don't know that, if the game is fun to explore, me, but... i think it's just something about the crude art style and the color mm. schemes just don't I... I just don't like it um i'm not saying there's nothing to do in the game like there are some moments where you're walking it's mostly just walking around picking stuff up and finding the situation where you need to use the item you just picked up um, so it's kind of puzzly in that sense, almost like Return to Monkey Island a little bit. See, with I way like less the way humor. that it looks. I, see, I, I couldn't. I, the way that it moved around and stuff. It just okay, I haven't look. actually seen it in movement. I've only, yeah, so oh, okay. I've only seen screenshots, to be fair, yeah. I, I like um, the just kind of general. But yeah, it's, it's very, uh, the dialogue is not, I'm trying to remember if there was voice acting. I think it's just reading, which Pentiment okay. kind of built up my endurance for tolerating that. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> Um, but it's not, it's just, I'm just not in the mood for this type of game right now. Yeah. Uh, it's a little too slow for me. It um, just released? Yeah, it just came out on Thursday, and uh, oh, okay. the, the prologue has been out since, like, 2020. It's been yeah, out a I while. Saw, I saw, like, a Facebook ad for it. I was like, oh, this kind of looks like something I could get into, but, like, I, I knew it's, literally it was there, just images. There is there is some interesting story movement in the prologue that makes me go, ooh, what a cliffhanger, and and it then it goes into the main titles. Um, and then right when they show you what's going to happen after the cliffhanger, they go to be continued. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, I'm not <laughs> going to bite. I can't bite on this. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking at some screenshots. Apparently, there are some QTE events where you get in fights and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, that was not in the prologue. But but what okay. is in the prologue is there's a magic book that allows you to go inside people's minds. And, um, and you can, like, kind of persuade them to do something that allows you to collect an item that they're in the way of. Mm -hmm. Um. So that's kind of a cool thing, I guess, but it's this it, is like the type of indie game that Derek would make fun of, and I totally this, get it. This this gives me this gives me the vibe. I'm biting of, my like, tongue. I'm trying to be nice host. So that's <laughs> no, okay. fair. So so uh, brave of you, very brave. Very brave. Um, this you, gives Daniel. me the vibes the of like a, a Super Nintendo. Sh shut up. A Super Nintendo game that would be like Ghibli would be like a Ghibli if they turned into a yeah. Super Nintendo yeah. game sort of thing, or like one of those movies that is inspired by the Ghibli studio. There's all these other movies out there, like what what is it? Your Name or something? Like there's all the different ones, but yeah, whatever studio did that, and I think they did Bell too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um that's what know, that's the vibe that it gives me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of the vibe I was getting when I was when I was playing it. Um the prologue is what? 20 minutes. It's like nothing. Oh, okay. Um, but, sure. uh, so Daniel, but I, try I'm not, it out <clears throat> since you won't be playing Fire Emblem. Yeah, I'll play this instead. Yeah, totally. Or I'll just be playing Dead Space next week, obviously. So. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> probably gonna be a big one for you, right? Yeah, just a waste of resources, guys. Waste, yeah, I can't waste. wait to yeah. play that waste of resources. Couldn't have gotten couldn't yeah, have, another one of those. Come on. Yeah, we couldn't have gotten uh, Dead Space Four. Come I mean, on. We, they just released Callisto Protocol. We really don't need. 
Dead well, space. you already got Dead Space at home. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that is literally <laughs> Dead Space at home. It's, uh... God damn it. That's the meme. Uh, why don't we talk about something more interesting that I'm excited about, and that's the Last of Us premiere last Sunday. What a waste uh, of resources be, that is. That, uh, they, they remade I mean, it again in a different media? Yeah. Oh, I, if we've already released the game 17 gazillion times, why do we need to make a show? Why do we need, even to, need to make a show? That doesn't Dude, just make sense. tell them the same story. Just Don't give Todd Howard any ideas, man. Skyrim's coming soon to Apple TV+. <laughs> oh, please. I don't man. know, man. That guy it's just, it's just like a barbarian stealing cheese from people. It just the works. Show. It just works. You can't it even release works. Starfield right now, so I don't think Skyrim's yeah, coming. No, that game's never busy. coming out. Uh, I like, uh, that game is never coming out. <laughs> Can I just say this? I know we're going to talk about this stuff later, but I... Okay, I've said this on this podcast a gazillion times. I've always preferred Xbox. Since, I, since Xbox existed, I've always preferred that console. I was a Sega kid when I was younger. I always appreciated Nintendo, but I always preferred Sega, and then I preferred Xbox over PlayStation. So I've always been like basically the secondhand trash is what I prefer. <laughs> I cannot. The stuff is really making sense now, to be honest. <laughs> it totally is. The swimming in sevens is like, oh, dude, okay. The green fall of consoles. But I cannot stand right now the current state of Xbox and how much talent you have. How many games you should have? I've always been patient. I've always been patient. I've been like, just give them time. They'll get the stuff out. The amount of time that it's taking for them to even release anything. Or, for instance, we're supposed to get some games in Q1 of 2023, correct? Like, we were supposed like, to get, like, four like Border Sport. Yeah. We should be getting a new Forza. We should be getting Starfield. Do we have release dates for either one of those? None of those, yeah. Nothing. Well, we so, have. Anyways, uh, they have a conference thing in like five days. Okay. Oh, okay. Then yeah, uh, they we'll, can we'll be talking about some release dates right for now, one of those games, but it's still yeah, like we're but, talking deep January. We're in Q1, and you're announcing no, Q1 announcements. No, no. <laughs> that's crazy. They're just, and they not just showing seem Starfield. like they're completely. No. And, and we're gonna talk about it obviously later, but they they don't seem to be running their studios very well. And my point is is. To be honest, they've never ran their studios very well. No, their games. They've ha- always had and, and good games and good studios, yeah. and they have not released enough of them. Whereas I look at PlayStation, and I'm just like, dude, these guys just keep knocking it out of the park, left and right, and then they'll grab a new studio every once in a while, and that team will create a, an awesome IP. Like they, Insomnia. they just. Yeah, they just do it right, in my opinion. But again, we'll talk about that later. Oh, let's talk about The Last of Us. So I was super excited. As I've said before, The Last of Us is one of my favorite. I won't say it's my favorite game, but it's it's up there. I beat the game seven times. I'm going to buy it on PC, which means I'm going to probably play it again. Um, I just enjoy it. Gameplay, world, characters, story, everything about that game is, to me, almost perfection. So my excitement for the show was actually very, very high, extremely high. Yeah, because so, uh, because you see news of a new video game adaptation, and naturally we're all inclined to go, "All right, here we go again, another disappointment." You know yeah, what I mean? So, yeah. so a lot of people have been more reserved about this show. I know um, they were making big, bold statements, like they're what was it that this was like the greatest uh, video game 
adaptation or, yeah yeah adaptation yeah. ever Obar, released Obar. yeah exactly I was, <laughs> that was that was <laughs> the much Chernobyl a guy that was uh craig mason who said that i think he's the guy who's the showrunner with neil uh Druckmann. okay and i uh, honestly when he said it i wasn't like from what they had showed i was like and the decisions they were making i was like he could be right, and again, I understand low bar, but they are getting better overall. Quality of like shows and movies based off video they, games yes, are getting better. That's fair. That's fair. Yes, definitely. So when they, I start, unfortunately, though, it's more in the animated medium that we're seeing more success. Yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Um, but when I started this show, uh, first of all, the first show is uh, almost an hour and a half long. Yeah. So it almost yeah. feels yeah, like, a, like it a almost feels like a movie. Long, yeah. So I appreciated that they did that. I like that they made this first one. Uh, most times they'll make the first and the last one longer, but I like that this felt like this was a movie. Um, and I just, I'll start kicking off real quick by just saying I absolutely loved every single thing about it. There's only one thing that I would say. I'm not. This isn't a criticism. It's just I noticed it. And I was like, oh, I, I feel like they could have, they could have fleshed that out just a little bit more. And that's. Um, I'm go- I'm not gonna remember his name, but basically the guy that tries to steal from Joel and uh, mm. Trish or yep, yep, yep. Tess. Um, I didn't like how like in the video game it's like a whole basically you go yeah. through a bunch of enemies, you get to them, you it's chase guns them. That yeah, Joel, not a battery, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You go to like that warehouse, right? And you're sneaking around the first yeah. time, like yeah, yeah. And where I'm not gonna spoil like, it. Please don't tell yeah. Joel. Yeah. I'm not going to spoil it, but the show basically skips and bypasses all that. And just it's just like, oh, OK, that's a real big change, in my opinion. But other than that, they flesh things out, which is what I was hoping they do, which that's what they said they were going to do. So I like that they didn't just hype. Hey, we're going to flesh this out. And they didn't really do it. Yeah, they mm-hmm. really fleshed out a lot of things. And I just felt like, again, I know it's just one episode but they really nailed it, and they set me up to be like, I cannot wait for Sundays now. It's kind of like yes. how I feel with yeah. Game of yeah. Thrones. Yeah, Whenever that, that Game was of me Thrones with like, out, yeah, anything I HBO really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they they nailed the tone of it. It's it's a good tone, yeah. like live action uh, from video game to the tone is great. There's that scene where the that that um the truck pulls up, and I'm not gonna say anything else. You know what I'm talking about? Where that woman's like, I can't. And then, yeah, like, yeah. just that tone of that moment where, like, he just kind of does the thing because he's just so, like, he's just so fucking the done worst with everything. Have like, to it. Yeah, yeah he's so he's out. just like, well, fuck it. Like, this I is my job in this, like, post apocalypse. I don't give a fuck. Like, so, like, that just very much personifies Joel because Joel's just jaded and doesn't give a crap and he just does whatever he needs to do. He's, and... he's, a, he's, a, he's a prickly pear at the beginning of the game. Uh, <laughs> Big time, like he is. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of a douche in a di- yeah. not anybody you'd want to be around. So I feel like they're definitely nailing that completely. Yeah. And jo- yeah. and, uh, everybody Pedro's, in town's afraid. Pedro's of him, really you know? selling it. Like, yeah, yeah he's he is. really good at this being an asshole thing. Uh, yeah. Oh, I also want to. I want. I want to say, um, as somebody who has zero emotions, <laughs> they almost got me in the beginning, even though I knew almost. what was going to happen. <laughs> They they the still didn't get you. That they got the perfect girl to play. Uh, I'm forgetting Sarah. her daughter. It's Sarah. 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 Yeah. They, they got the perfect girl to play her. That I was like, oh, you you that can't happen to you. 
Like you're too cute, like not in like a creepy way, but like you're just got like the yeah. cutest personality. There's an innocence. Yeah. She's got, yeah, like, she's got daughter energy, you know. She's yeah, got yeah. lovable daughter energy. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. got she's got an innocence on her face or something that's just like it just no, works. not her. You know, like yeah. you got, and yeah. we knew it was coming. You know, yeah. We know it's coming. And I told you all, like yeah, but I wanted I wanted Final uh, I wanted Final Fantasy Seven remake. I wanted them to do like a twist. <laughs> sure. Like ah, she's not gonna. Joel, Joel dies. Joel dies. reality, Ellie. <laughs> Joel dies. Um, I I was uh I was messaging y'all in the chat and like I think I was, I think I was like twenty minutes in the episode and I was like they're still following Sarah around like yeah they're gonna they're gonna dude die, we're gonna stab you with this dagger real the the, um, the, old, real uh, the scene yeah. where she's like looking at the DVDs and behind her the the blurred effect of the uh, oh, the lady, the lady? Dude, yeah. that was yeah. fucking creepy and like the sound it's making like yeah great sound design like that's yeah. whatever that sound was and that then they of were course doing. the seeing the dog's reaction because dogs always yes know. uh yeah. so like yeah, yeah, yeah that was just great this, oh man so much going on there yeah and then like when obviously when things go chaotic um, cause even if you've like only barely played the first game, you, you would have gotten past Sarah, the Sarah. Um, yeah. Would have gotten that's past. like the first 20. Yeah. I think we could game. spoil that because that's yeah. the part that like hit me the hardest. Cause like I said, I, Same. I really don't get that emotional. I can usually separate and go, this is just a game or this is just a show. I, I don't really care. But there was a part of me that was like tugging that I was like putting myself in his place. And I was like, if that was my daughter. Oh, like yeah. that 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 made it really difficult because the performances really really sold it i'm not oh, saying yeah, they didn't really do good. it very good in the video game they did it great in the video game it was just different i i don't yeah. know how to explain it and the, again well, i think it they is did real it. people right yeah, like you're true. seeing actual people, human beings but they the... also like you guys said they let us see sarah alive for yes, a while that too. That too. and hanging out and being sweet saw, and yeah it was her daily routine almost person. yeah yeah, yeah. So she went into town to away, fix the watch, like yeah. So taking yeah, her away her. hurt because it was just like, yeah. oh my gosh, like that. I know who she is now. Whereas in the video game, you just know that's his daughter. And yes, you get to see like a little glimpse of like them having a relationship. But Joel's actually, I think, in my opinion a little bit sweeter in the show than he is in the video game with Sarah in the beginning. Cause he's kind of in the video yeah, games. He's like, why are you up? Go to yeah. bed. Blah, blah. Like he's real, like rude. He's whereas, an inconvenience like, dad basically. Yeah. yeah but in yeah. the, in the show, I felt like he was more like jokey with her. He yeah. starts out a little bit harsh, but then he's like, you could tell he loves her and he, he's a good dad to her and she's a good daughter to him. But yeah, I really felt like they nailed that. That's, again, a little subtle change. They gave us more time with her so we could actually care about her. And like I said, they definitely got the perfect girl to play that play that role. Yeah. Um, her personality is just oozing out of that character. You can just see she, in real life she's probably a lot like that. Has she been in anything else? Like she yeah, seems like yeah, a good actress. Yeah, she, well, uh, uh, she was in that Reminiscence movie with uh, Hugh Jackman. God, what was the main Jack thing that she was in? The Dumbo remake that that Tim yeah. Burton. Oh, movie. was yeah. she? Yeah, that she was. That the, was actually that was, really good. That was her first role, really. Oh, so, I don't yeah. even remember her being in but that. But yeah, that's, uh, you, that's you probably know who her mom is. Yeah, the Westworld. West uh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I saw Andy, I saw an image Andy of them Newton. standing. Yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> Which is funny because I was watching uh, Mission Impossible Two, 
Yeah, she's like, in that. She's so dumb. And I in that was movie, like, dude. <laughs> she's, her, she's what? Her character is so dumb in that movie, making yeah. constantly bad choices after. Otherwise, bad choices. an excellent movie. Excellent. Yeah, totally yeah that's the only. I will literally fire you again, but actually, it will happen. It will <laughs> not be a fake. It's fire. just not gonna happen. It's just not gonna happen. Because again, we don't get paid for this. Now I know Mission why you want to Im- hate me. Mission Impossible Two. <laughs> no. Let's just keep talking about The Last of Us. Mission Impossible Two is terrible. It's absolutely terrible. But that that bike scene though, guys, the bike scene though. <laughs> I could I could still do if, if 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 like losing that bike scene meant we didn't have that movie. I could lose the bike scene. <laughs> uh, I will say uh, that movie. I think that movie cratered the careers of the two guys that were the bad guys. Like, oh, the, man. The guy yeah. who's like, put down a thousand for me. I quote that shit all the time. A thousand. And then the, there's the blonde guy, too. And those guys are in nothing now. Like, Good job, John Woo. Good job. Good job. But, <laughs> man, so but fun, to be though. fair, again, watch. So I watched Mission Impossible, obviously, two, And then I just watched three yesterday. And if you... If you pay attention to all three of them, the first one has a good villain. The second one has a trash villain. The third one has a really good villain. And villains matter. And I that was one of the things. I'm not saying there wasn't other things wrong with Mission Impossible 2. But the biggest problem with Mission Impossible 2 is that second villain is absolutely terrible. Trash. He's terrible. He's and they tie it to the fact that they tie him to like a a one night stand that Tom Cruise's character suddenly fell in love with, and you're like, this makes no sense for a spy. None of it makes sense. None of that. He's like a Bond. No, he sleeps with people and discards them. It's no problem for him. (laughs) Uh, It was so confusing. Um, Yeah. And then the fourth one also has a villain problem too, and that's really the only problem that movie has, in my opinion. Uh, I'm actually, there's nothing I'm really to talk about that. with that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll get through it, it probably today, today or, t- or tonight or so tomorrow. Good. Sorry, but well, Last let's get of back, Us, yes. Yeah, let's get back to The Last of Us. <laughs> Kyle, did you watch it? you have any thoughts on it? Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was absolutely wonderful. Um, you know, I liked all the stuff that they added. I, I thought uh, all the cast members that they've, they've got, you know, the, the girl who plays Tess from like Mindhunter and Fringe is awesome. You know, I think mm. she's perfect for the job. Uh, a little more, um, you know, uh, just they really held back on a lot of the violence in this, uh, in, like in, in, in this first episode. And mm-hmm. I think and, that, and that's maybe why they took out some of those shooting scenes, you know, in the warehouse like the game has and stuff like that. Because I, th- I think it's going to have this slow build. So like when something truly violent happens, it has that extra oomph, you know. Um, okay, so I, I think I think they're point. gonna play around with the recipe of violence, you know, in the show, and I think that I think that will be the big change between. I think they've. I think Neil or somebody has been saying that too. Like, we cut back on violence, so when you do see it, you're like, oh shit, like oh this is sad. because like oh, yeah. Walking Dead is like you're desensitized to how people die in that yeah. show. Like by season two, you're like, yeah, they rip people open. Okay, so it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> every yeah. once yeah. in a while they'll Literally. kill the kid from Everyone yeah. Hates Chris, and you're like, oh that was a good death. <laughs> But that's like a once every two season, you know, thing or whatever, because they just they just shower you and just like gore and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with gore. Gore's sick. It's metal, you know, but like sure, I think man. weaponizing it in the show. So like when it when it hits, it hits. I think that that's going to be super impactful. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that like, um, you know, they're they're really diving into, you know, mm-hmm. Uh, the focus here was that like, you know, like men, you know, obviously killed Sarah. It was men, not this virus, you know, and like and men at the heart of 
people, humans, not men, yeah, but humans yes. at the heart of the Last of Us story are the two monsters, uh, you know, yeah. and, uh, you know which yeah. is, I think that as long as they stick to that theme, which I'm sure they will, you know, like, I mean, I they, think we're gonna... they, they already well, nailed it in the, in the pilot with like, you don't even see you can, any, you can like, even, you blown... can even sense it in the, yeah. uh, in, in the scene where like, in how desensitized humans have become to being surrounded by death in the show, uh, with the Phaedra agent who is, um, who is trying to comfort this little girl, boy, uh, whatever, and child. uh, <laughs> child gender is I don't know what who that is. Uh, but uh, anyway, the point is is that they're it's like a false falsely comforting them, but yep. but they cast such a perfect actor to make me believe what they were saying. Oh yeah, um, and then the next scene is something like tragic if you pay attention to like whatever. Yep. So the yep. point is is that they omitted the violent part and just showed you the aftermath and like. And even Joel is helping deal with the aftermath. He's desensitized to it too. He's just like, yeah, in the fire. You know, like it's just yeah, no big deal yeah. to these people now. It's just a yeah. way of life. Um, they're really driving that home for sure. Yeah, um, it's. I always kind of I always thought this about with the game too, but like now, especially with the show and them fleshing it out a little bit, like I'd almost kind of like uh like a short short like maybe one or two episode thing of like. Like, right when shit hits the fan. Like, I want to see, like, moments going on in the world of, like, all the craziness going on. Like, yeah. there's just something, like, I don't know, just super interesting about, like, Hour one. Like, I want to yeah. see, like, whenever the pandemic totally yeah. takes a shift and it's, like, yeah. you're outnumbered now. And, like, that moment, that first hour yeah. in any zombie movie, outbreak movie or anything like that, when they choose to show that. Uh, maybe this is what you're saying. That's like the best yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. And it's just the tone of this, like when she's walking outside and the eeriness and the planes flying over. Oh, that plane scene. And, and she scene. goes in the they house. They were fighter jets. They were like, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fighter, yeah. Holy and then shit. and and Joel <laughs> and as they're dry, as they're doing kind of the Yui and Joel's like, get in the get back in the fucking house. And and you see in the rear, she's just like, she's like, Joel, what are you doing? And she's running yeah. to the person, but then the other, you know, yeah. like just jumps on so it's like oh my god like there's just there was something about like the extra little like kind of like touches that they threw in the show i have to i have to throw out too like the fact that they made the actual truck drive uh, as chaotic as it was if not more yes. so than the game because yeah. they yeah, had to flesh yeah. out more but yeah. cinematically they had to they had the trickery going on where the camera's kind of mm -hmm. staying with the whole thing the entire yep. time yep. Yep. some yep. very very similar to how children of men literally i mean yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if the game itself was was mirroring Children of Men because that movie came out in like two thousand seven or six or something. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because that yeah. that's such a like huge moment in, that in movie like, is cinema. Insane. Like that that's such a huge moment, um, yeah. in in technical camera whatever movement. Yeah. Um, so like, um, that was really awesome that they were able to pull that off for a TV show. Like this is just, yeah. it still blows my mind that HBO does this every time with like House of the Dragon. You know, like yeah, Game of Thrones. looks expensive too. Westworld. Yeah. Like this show looked like at, at so, no point that it ever looked like like oh that looks like a set, oh that's a soundstage yeah exactly, yeah yeah exactly. With, like, um, it just looks expensive to me. With all this bullcrap going on with HBO Max, though, are we concerned about a second season? I mean, no. I know I know we literally no. just only have gotten Kyle, the first episode. The only yeah. had a good logic behind it uh, when he okay. first tried to watch the show. Uh, if you it crashed HBO. That. Like the, yeah. everybody was having HBO problems because everybody was watching. The viewer, no one, no one is canceling a show that's crashing your app. You know what I mean? Sure. Like it's just sure. not. Unless they're like, happen. well, listen, you're crashing our app, so we can't. Yeah, have yeah, <laughs> it's just not gonna happen. You know, um, yeah. and and also like, 
the only thing, the only reason why we wouldn't get a season two or why that wouldn't be good or why it doesn't really matter is season one is one complete story. Right. So, like, even if it doesn't move on for whatever reason, like, we yeah. got that story. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Get the second part or the second part of that story. Aces, you know, it's if, just if like. It do we know God. how many episodes this is supposed to be? I think be? it's 10. Okay. I think. If it, if it ends where the first game did, then, like, I don't think any of us were, like, I mean, I, I that's wasn't. That's what they said. I wasn't. I wasn't guessing this. It does. It's it's the 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 first season is the full first game. Yeah. So I wasn't guessing. I wasn't guessing this at all because I was not. I hadn't played the first game yet. Um. But I. I don't. I didn't sense anywhere on the radar that there was a second Last Last of Us two game coming out until they revealed it. I don't know why. I just, Nobody wanted one, and, and in fact, many yeah. times they said not every game is supposed to be a, a franchise. Yeah. Like Neil Druckmann yeah, exactly. was really vocal about it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot, of, and people are still mad, which is might be another reason why you know, like if we don't get a True. season two, at least we don't have to hear about people being mad about you know. <laughs> no, I want TV I show. want the entire world of TV viewers to be mad as well. Yeah. I want to defend yeah. on a different. I want to be there to see a Dude, certain part. Oh my god, really it's gonna happen again. It's so gonna happen mad. again. It's gonna happen I all over again. So people are gonna be so mad. Yeah, uh, except nine, it's gonna be three actually, times the amount of people now. It's actually nine episodes for some reason. I think. It's oh, it's only nine. I That's think it's because uh, there's a couple supersized episodes in there. Okay. I was gonna say they probably fleshed they out. They said like, that the they they uh, and, expanded yeah. the first episode to be this long. Like the, there was supposed to be two episodes. And, and that makes there. sense because what what the show is is a road story. It's like an on the road story. So. The fact that they ended it kind of where they did in the first episode, I was like, yeah, that's where we want to go. Like, that's exactly where all the gamers and viewers alike want to go. They want to go on the road, you know? I, and I told Jeff in chat, I've started that game five times. I've beaten it. I've beaten it twice. Um, and every single time I've started that game, I stopped right where this first episode stopped. Yeah. It's a good stopping point. It's an hour, did you see, an hour and a half in. There was a, know? there was a, uh, what, what are the, cli- there was a clicker on top of a roof that was screaming. Oh. Did you see that? No. That no the no, final shot? Like, was, that yeah. One. Yeah, was it, was, one... it was somebody zoomed in on TikTok, and it was like a clicker just, oh. like, just like <laughs> screaming. All right, I was like, yeah, "Wow!" I mean, we we saw the one like on the wall, so we saw like the the, the design of it and the detail. Yeah. Of uh, the, uh, that looks so good. Yeah. That's yeah. the same visual effects artist that did like Vecna from like Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, that yeah. yeah. Right. So yeah, this that is right. this is like the guy in the industry now. So I also have to oh. give. Uh, I assume this was. Obviously, this is a partnership between Craig Mazin, the Chernobyl guy, and Neil Druckmann. But, like, I assume the idea to open it on, like, a 60s flashback TV show was probably Ooh. Craig's idea because he's had experience that was that kind era, of That was kind you know? of cool. So, I love that opening. That was really cool. Yeah. And that yeah. got the science jargon out of the way. We don't have to worry about this at all, like, ever yeah. again the rest of the show. We're going to uh, use some real science here to talk about a fake thing. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, or real, no, really a real thing, but something that wouldn't, you know. There's, that, there's none of yeah, those aha moments. Thing, like but it only impacts whatever, you know? ants, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah, see. Very it's kind of crazy, though. Yeah, it is. Crazy. It's Very super crazy. crazy that something like that exists, and even cooler that like the games were based off that Cordyceps mushroom as well, and just the whole idea. They made zombies scary again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and then yeah, talking yeah. about the games too, and I think they're gonna redo it here. You know, because seeing something in live action, something in video game, like it's just it's gonna elevate it in some way as long as they nail it. Um, and I think that like reinventing that in a way where you know seeing the spores like coming out of their eyeballs and everything yep, like yep. that, you know, like and by the time the clacks that they do, yeah, and and oh yeah, Dude, the noises are gonna be wild. Would they? You know? I did not expect to see the mouth design. The oh, way the mushroom was. mouth. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, the, 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 like stuff coming so they out. They yeah. didn't. 
Oh so Neil God. said he didn't want the things to be passed through the spores, and like, and right, that's another right, big right. change. Is like it's not airborne anymore. Uh, like, uh, it's something that has to be like transmitted. Yeah. So like, when you see a, a mushroom mouth like bite someone, like in slow motion, I saw when someone break it down. Like parts of the mushroom falls like from like yeah, the mouth yeah. of the eater like into the wound, or like as as like the skin is like you know coming from the mouth like you know mushrooms are staying behind wow. or spores are staying behind. So it's just like it's gross, dude. Yeah, like it's it's and like that's like that was that's visceral. We only saw it one. We only saw one person really get bit up close in this first episode. Like we're gonna see a lot more, and yeah, like so they're probably more. just gonna get more gruesome and crazier. And uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, and I I'm do love. Stoked, uh, I I love Bella Ramsey as Ellie. We haven't even touched She's on. She's wonderful. Yet. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know that I had any concerns, but I just hadn't seen her in a in a like an American accent role. And yeah. I think this is her first one, and she had to learn the accent for this role, and she nailed mm. it, dude. She's she's got the personality down like completely. Um, so far, so like yeah, she's, she's British, very British, yeah. very British, a, a Br British. Yeah. So overall, we like it. We're thirsty. We're excited for <laughs> Sunday. True. I think yeah. it's going to be a good show. I think yeah, it's I, it's I, the I, next big show. I think, and I think more people are going to spread the word and like zombies. Like people got tired of them, but like I think when people started explaining how different this is or how competent this is. Uh, it will be the next big water cooler talk like TV show that everyone's oh, going to work and talking about and I mean, being like, oh, my God, did you see when they met those two brothers? And it's like, yeah, you guys are in for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling it's going to be that's going to be like oh, a two. That's the other thing like I a... wanted to say is uh, the guy playing Tommy. He doesn't look mm. anything like him, but oh, my God, he sounds exactly he like him. He yeah. nailed him. Right? He sounds the, like, exactly like so... Tommy from the, the video. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Diego, that's Diego Luna. Uh, I know him from uh, playing Ghost Rider, like in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I guess he was also mm. the Terminator in that really bad Terminator movie. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that is him, isn't so it? So that's Dark, him, Dark and uh, he's. All, I've always thought he was a good actor, even in like Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm like, oh, you're really good for an ABC TV show. This is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, I thought so like, him, this Tommy's is a big, work. nice, juicy role for him that like everyone's gonna remember him for. And like I'm telling you, he's gonna get a lot of roles after this. You know, you're gonna be seeing a lot of this guy for sure. They better ask him back to be Ghost Rider again because that was a great role for him. Honestly, he was great in that. Yeah, I yeah. gotta give a shout out to uh, Merle Dandridge. I guess that's her name. She played Marlene in the video game, but she also plays Marlene in the show. And, She's the um, only actress from oh, the video game. That's that gotta plays be one the of the most. Oh, is that the same person? Yes. Yeah. It's gotta be one of the most difficult transitions to be like, I was in a mocap suit when I did all this stuff before, right. and now I gotta like act for real with my whole body. Her and interviews face. are really good if y'all yeah. are interested in in that and what, exactly really what you're talking yeah, about. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she kind of nailed it. It was. It I was always great. thought it was funny that. And I get it if the people don't look anything like your characters or whatever, but I always thought it was funny that you don't tend to see people who voice act a character if it mm -hmm. ever goes to an action yeah. film like this or a yeah. show or whatever. Yeah, you don't, you don't see don't, it. They don't get that role. It, somebody mm -hmm. else usually gets well, the Well, and it's perfect because she ended up being the perfect age for the role. You know what I mean? Like, 
10 mm. years ago when the game came out, like she would have been too young for the role, you know, yeah, uh, to do it live action. So it's how, how, how serendipitous, like all those stars aligned and everything like that for yeah. her to just be like perfect for the role. Cause remember nobody else from the game reprised their role. We have some people from the game and in, in the, in the show, but yeah, like, but they're playing different characters, different characters. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, you know, she was the only one who fell in that bracket of being, you know, perfect, you know, do uh, we have, do we know anybody else that was in the game that's in the show and like what character they are? In oh, the- other than um, and, and Troy so. Baker and yeah, oh, Troy Baker is a yeah. member. He's he's in the he's he's part a part of David's Cannibal Crew. Okay, and then uh, and then Ashley Johnson plays Ellie's Ashley mother. Johnson, yep. Ellie's mother, yep. Which yep. is a which is perfect. Role. Yeah, which yeah. that's perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I guess we'll we're gonna get, some, get we'll get some flashbacks or something. Oh yeah, like we're gonna that, get a lot know? of flashbacks. I can't wait. And we're gonna get the Riley story. This yeah, the we got the DLC, and you don't have to pay for it. It's in yeah, the show. Yeah, you don't show. have to pay right, for cool. it. It's, yeah. You don't have to raise the show. your resources yeah, it's on in the, the show. show. They yeah, and, and yeah that, they already and, brought her up. I think it was yeah, Marlene. They did, yeah. Uh, Marlene brought her up. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actor okay. is uh, is Storm Reed, who was the lead in the new movie that I saw uh, missing. Yeah, she's blown yeah. up. Oh. She's, she's awesome, dude. Holy crap. Um, Isn't she from God of War? No, that's a different... I don't remember who that actress is. Oh, like You're talking about Anger Boda? Um... I don't remember who that actress is, but it's not her. Okay. She's I that thought, the, the actor they cast for that was like 14 or 15, and this girl is like 19 or 20 or something. All right. So let's transition over to the next thing on our hit list, the 90s show. Did anybody watch this? I think this came out on Netflix, right? It did. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Haven't watched Kyle, it. Yet. Kyle and I finished it actually. We were Oh kinda, wow, really? Yeah, <laughs> we were both surprised at how breezy of a watch it was. How many yeah. episodes? How many episodes? Ten. Ten. Ten, episodes. Ten, twenty yeah. two minute episodes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's a it's the length of a sitcom, yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's totally fine. That's fine. Okay. And your thoughts on it? This is like uh, give it's me fun, a little bit like Yeah. It's feel good medicine. So this is a new show, right? Yeah. It's a new show, yeah. It's a the continuation show, right? of that 70s show. So you have okay. like Eric Foreman comes back so and Donna comes 80s. back and uh, <laughs> they tried they tried the 80s and it flopped. No, they did. They did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, they skipped did. the 80s yeah. big time. Uh and so like it's you know, so you got some legacy characters. Really it's the Red and Kitty show. Like I feel I still feel like mm. they get the most screen time over everybody, really. Yeah. Okay. Um and they're great, you know. They're always like feel good or whatever. This smile's gonna vary for the show, man. This is not a show I'm gonna like go on Facebook and be like everyone's gotta check this show out, especially if you like that '70s show. I think even people who like that '70s show, I could see turning this on, going like, nope. Uh, yeah. But like, you know, while I'm watching it, they're making glamour shot references and slap bracelet references and playing music from the '90s. I was like, yeah, I was there. I remember all this stuff. Yeah, so exactly. That nostalgia. stuff felt good. Nostalgia. You know, that's the yeah, that nostalgia felt good or whatever. And the kids, like the lingo they're using, I was like, yeah, I used to sound stupid like that talking, and <laughs> yeah. used to wear my dumb chili bowl haircut, like Kelso's yes. kid in this. Like yeah. I had that chili haircut, you know. Haircut. Like, so it's like it's just like there's a lot of things that like my you know little primitive monkey brain was just like going like, oh, you know that, you know, like oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like so. I like that, that felt show. that felt good, and I and I love that '70s show too. I grew up watching yeah. that show and always enjoyed yeah. it. So like there was just so there was that a was, nice yeah. like. It's the way I imagine a lot of people who enjoyed Fuller House felt. You know what I mean? Mm, Where it's just like, okay. oh, I know all these people and we're getting new kind of modern day stories or whatever with this. Mm. Um, you know, like I think I watched the first season of Fuller House and I was like, oh, yeah, I get what they're doing here, you know, and then never watched it again. Yeah. Uh, this one. <laughs> I did the same thing. That's exactly yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, what sure, I did. Sure, sure. Um, I watched uh, it with but this my one... kids and then never watched it. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. more seasons. 
it's it's this one felt a little better you know like i i, okay, I yeah. felt like a little like um, better to like log on somewhere and go hey i kind of like that where fuller house i was like yeah, you know, like, yeah fuller you know house what? is like extra goofy though right that's like oh yeah it's yeah it's like super well, and goofy, they're like... appealing to an entire family whereas that 90s yeah. show is doing the same thing that 70s show did where they're dealing with things adolescents deal with uh which yeah. is like talking about sex and drugs and stuff like that in a very candid way and but in a very yeah, funny yeah, way yeah. too so yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a lot. They're dancing. They're towing a lot of the same lines at that. They go to a rave in a warehouse. You yeah. know, oh, okay. the 1995 man. It's the peak of you know, like <laughs> the, the 90s it rave is. scene, dude. So that's Mortal like... Kombat came out that year. Yeah, raves were hopping. Oh, dude, the the raves were hopping, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it's, oh, like, it's just shit. I, I used to do as a kid too. We'd hear about farm rave down the road, and like we would we would all get rides there somehow and go to it. You know, so it's like it's 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 a good time. I'm very curious about one element. Do they do they in any way, shape, or form bring up you know who, Mr. Scientology? No, they don't. No, they haven't even brought it. And you see almost nah. everybody except him, <laughs> and whoever came. And in then the, the people season. that died, like Randy, think, it was a, uh, whoever the I other think, guy uh, is that comes I in think the last the, season. I think uh, the girl His, that, the girl Eric's that sister. Eric's sister died, so like yeah. she's not in it. Or the first, yeah, well, well, the first actress. That. The first yeah, actress. they did recast her, but they didn't bring the recasted sister back either. Okay. Yeah, they just don't even mention. Died in real life. Yeah, not in like the show. Yeah, no, yeah, that yeah, actual yeah, yeah. actress like was suffering from substance abuse issues that entire yeah. that entire show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and, and, the and blonde. Yeah, yeah. Talking about. Very popular. Okay. So it's interesting that they chose to not mention anybody that's not on screen, basically, like anybody that's just not dead to the universe, in the yeah. show. Like they're just completely written out completely. That's um, crazy. In a, in a in in an unspoken way, which is kind of strange. Um, I I uh, don't really, I didn't love the show. It's not like something I'll you know, sing the praises of from mountaintops or whatever, kind of like Kyle's yeah. saying, but like, yeah, if they come like out more, I will watch it, you know? Yeah, yeah I'll watch another season. It's a Swimming sure. in Sevens TV show, definitely. Yeah, definitely. big time, big time. And yeah. the kids will be a little older and like the problems will be a little more mature and that's like, that's that's what they're going for, just like that 70s show. Like, it just right. like, yeah, yeah. it's just like, it, it's supposed to be somebody's show that you're growing at, like the Wonder Years or something like that, but a little more comedy, you know, focused. But like uh, these shows are important for you know kids, and it's important you know for us to sometimes goes back and be like, yeah, it's kind of how it was back then, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. you know, someone is showing their kids this, going, hey, this is just like people, you know, maybe our parents showed us that '70s show, and be like, yeah, that's pretty much how it was, you know, like. I can so it's see. Just, there's, uh, a, there's a there's a generational handshake going on with this show that happened with the first one. Yeah, so. I can definitely see like my dad's favorite, one of my dad's favorite TV characters of all time is Red because he's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's deep down. He's like, I want to talk like that guy. Like, I mean, that's, yeah, yeah. it's just somebody that he identifies. Something foot in your something ass. Yeah, yeah, someone's foot in yeah. someone's ass. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Uh, and there's a, great, actually, there's a brilliant circular moment, pay, a payoff moment in like the first episode where some a character says that and Red is so proud. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's such a great moment. Um, but yeah, the, I, we get a lot of Red in this and I enjoyed Good. the hell out of that. Um, so uh, at least there's that. Yeah, I used to watch the, that 70s show. Uh, like, it was like a, you know, we ate dinner and watched it as a family. Like, we loved oh, that show. Oh, nice. yeah. Except nice. for that last season, because, you know, oh, yeah. we don't Topher, talk about Topher had to just leave. You know, he's like, I'm too big for this show, so. Yeah, yeah he had to go to all, Africa. All that stuff he's doing now. Yeah. yeah, all that stuff he's doing, yeah. He's doing, he's in that, uh, he's in that ABC show, Home Economics. He's actually, uh, it's actually a pretty funny show. So you could say he's missing. Which ah. leads us oh, to wow. our next. Oh, my God. Sure. That was, that was good. I almost thought Tim was here for a second. Pretty decent. <laughs> <laughs> so that Dad, leads us Dad, to our next Dad. and final main 
highlight of the evening, and that is the new movie called Missing, yeah. which is well, they had a searching that came out. Yeah, this did is guys, not related as far as I did not watch searching. No. Mm-hmm. Because I know it's, it's hard to sell people like, oh, this entire movie happens on computer screens and webcams and stuff. It's really hard to sell people on a full movie of that. But Searching was actually really well done. Like, and the story really was these just really interesting. Word, um, names of yeah, movies and stuff. Like Plane, can you tell us about Plane? Missing, yeah, dude, <laughs> at least this title makes sense. Plane makes no sense. It's like you're naming things that are in the movie. Oh, why not call it Knife or Island? It makes There's no sense. There's a car in that one scene. It's called Car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, there is a, a movie called The Island, so. They yeah. should have called it Pilot, which apparently they were going to, and Gerard Butler was like, nah, man, we got to call it Playing It. It means more. Whatever, dude. <laughs> He's such an idiot. It means <laughs> more? Butler, what does yeah, that mean? <laughs> um, but so, so with missing, missing missing is actually in the same universe as searching uh so oh. like it opens with them watching a netflix adaptation of the the story from searching uh oh, it's all part of the misplaced right. universe oh, or something cool. like that yeah it's part of like whatever that universe <laughs> is like, like, uh, it's like true it's like they're all true crime stories but they uh the way that it's filmed is all on like computer screens yeah 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 Phone screens. Are these like horror at all? Like, is there any like no, there's thriller. scary about it? Yeah, maybe huh? thriller. There's there's nothing scary about it, but there are some very very tense moments because it's like it's it's you're watching a character in real time discover things uh, about people they thought they knew by like you know hacking into their Gmail or something like that, and and like they're finding all of these details. Like in this particular movie, uh, Storm Reed um, plays whatever the lead. And uh, her mom goes out of town with her new boyfriend, and yep. she goes to pick her up, at, pick them up at the airport. And her mom and her her new boyfriend are not there at all. So that's when it becomes like a missing person, missing persons thing. And uh, so it's like pretty much trying to find somebody in the current era. That's what the focus is on searching as well as missing. But with missing, they're able to add other elements of social media like uh, TikTok and stuff like that. So like they show so much of like Apple Watches too because they have cameras now um interesting so like they're using in such creative ways they're using current technology to tell the story um and she always has uh, she uses like an apple whatever laptop and she always has like her webcam up because she's doing facetime all the time so you're still seeing her face the whole movie like reacting to things and stuff like that or talking to somebody else that's in the room with her um but yeah the story reveals like had me on the edge of my seat dude like it was i was very surprised I was surprised by searching too. I went into that movie going, this is going to be ass. Like this is a horrible idea for a movie. And that story kind of ended up flooring me a little bit. And this one even more so. I felt like they capitalized on a lot of things that like cinematically, it was just more interesting to watch. Um, there was like a transition where she's she's texting her friends about her mom being out of town. So she's going to have some parties and use money that her mom gave her for booze. And uh, she's typing to her friends, let's go. And then it transitions into like a black screen and and the text changes to the title of the movie. It says missing. And I'm like, damn, that was slick. Like there's some really impressive stuff going on in this movie. Cinema. It's cinema. cinema. To me, that's cinema. cinema. That's my Martin Scorsese. What is this on? Is, uh, is searching on anything, like any streaming services that are free? keep asking like the same thing. <laughs> well, okay. because I watch. No, it's I, just I, funny. I'm a, big, I'm a big fan of Jeremy Johns. And so even it. if I'm not that interested in, like, a movie, I'll still watch his reviews. And so he reviewed this movie today, and I was like, 
Okay, I actually want to watch this and yeah. searching. Which searching is look- on um, FX. Okay, but but okay. not but not on Hulu. It's on like FX proper, meaning you have, so you to, have to pay to extra. Watch it. Yeah, yeah, you have to pay. Stupid. Too many streaming services, man. <laughs> it's too many. Just pirate, Bubble, dude. Bubbles bursting. Bursting. Um, yeah, I'll figure. Oh, oh, I'm watching oh, it first. Oh. oh. It's 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 so it. good, man. And like there are actually like really funny jokes too in the movie. Um that I, I can't even remember any of them, but I remember in the moment la- oh, she was uh she was trying to hack into uh she guessed she's basically just guessing passwords and brute forcing her way into accounts so she can see what's going on with her mom's boyfriend or with her mom. And there was a part where after she asked um after she entered the password, it, it says prove you're a human. And it, you know, it, it has the little like press the squares that have a bus yep. in the picture mm-hmm. and and she like hesitates for like a few seconds on one part that has a sliver of a bus on it <laughs> and i was like okay all been that's there. really funny yeah, i was like the only one that laughed because i was like okay that's really funny like i i have that dilemma every single day <laughs> um, but yeah there's 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 some humor in it too it's not all tense but that final like i would say the final like um 45 minutes the second half of the movie basically it's all really intense like edge your seat stuff um great reveal and resolution it's yeah man it's it's really well done i'm very surprised that this gimmicky movie is actually good um the jeremy praise well, it because too. they nail the story and yeah, then yeah definitely. apparently it has a lot of twists and turns so i'm a sucker for a good mystery like i watched the what was it the onion knives out whatever Glass onion. i love stuff like that oh I me too and, and I, I like the genius part about Glass Onion is that the title of it is telling you there's nothing really that complex about the story at all. Like the, yeah. the most obvious thing is staring at you in the face about the story. Um, and, and that's kind of what the whole speech is at the end, too, about um, as well. But like, uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of the brilliant part about that and Knives Out in a sense is like they're not really hiding anything from you about who did it, you know, like. Mm. It's just about the characters finding out who did it, you know. Um, yeah, and they write that they write that stuff really well. It's kind of the same thing with Missing, and I found that I can't remember searching at all now, but I remember really liking it. Um, but yeah, you would if you like that thriller, like you got to keep them guessing type of stories. You're definitely gonna like this, man. Um, yeah, that's my that's my I'm yeah. I'm a sucker for a murder mystery or what a mystery in general. Yeah, yeah, it's a missing person mystery, yeah, and I think. I think they're going to keep doing that. They're going to keep telling these stories about like missing people, but like titled it something different, kind of like searching or missing or whatever. Um, yeah, and uh, I'm on board, man. Give me more of that. And uh, I, I meant to ask, uh, what did Jeremy, did he like it? Did he say he liked it? He liked oh, okay, cool. it. Good. Did he, he did what did he say? Did he, uh, yeah. Did, did he say, he said good time, no alcohol reti- required. Is that what he said? Okay, Correct. cool. Cool. Yeah. I like, I, I, I like I, his rating system. It's a good rating system. He liked it more than searching, and he liked searching. So he was actually like too. shocked by like how good this was and how many twists it had. And I was like, "Man, you're really selling." Me I might watch that. searching after this podcast. Is, is is it not long or? It's like an hour and a half. It's really oh short, yeah. So then that's especially yeah, for that's its a nice, gimmick. Uh, but yeah, that one has John Cho in it. Um, John Cho, yeah, yeah, yeah. Missing. Has I mean, way you can more watch that, or you can watch Mission Impossible too. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, I could watch. I, I mean, it's been a while. It's it's been a while. <laughs> been a while. Been a while. Okay. Hey, I've been listening to Stain lately. <laughs> hey, they got some good songs. I like, I like some Stain. good songs. So let's yeah. uh, let's uh, go over some headlines. Uh, let's let's go with the the first one's a super shocker here. 
Callisto Protocol reportedly <laughs> has not met publisher sales expectations. Get out That's of here. a real big shocker. It's a real big shocker. I can't think of the, well, any reasons why. Well, it's, <laughs> I think it's because they spent so much effing money on the game that it was going to be impossible to meet any of their expectations. That's that's just absurd. Like they spent. I think apparently they spent uh, the equivalent. Yeah, they they spent the equivalent of 162 million dollars on the game. And a right, lot of that was marketing because I've I haven't seen a game so marketed yeah. in a long time. True, like that true. was one of the most marketed games I'd seen in years. Yeah. It was everywhere. It was which is paid, good. Like you should do everywhere. that. Like, yeah. uh, but like, boy, it, that that makes that climb to to get your budget back a little higher. You know, whenever you're yeah. You know. But I think that at this point, okay. So here's what where I'm going to go with this. When games like Dead Space and stuff were coming out, you could sell those games to people even if they're just six to eight hours long mm -hmm. uh, because games were a little bit cheaper and gamers were different. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that every gamer is a multiplayer only. We, we've proven that single-player games sell. Yes. But I think selling to Game Pass audiences now a six to eight-hour game at $70, which is a price hike that just recently happened. So you've yeah. still got backlashing against that. I've seen a lot of people that are like, I won't, I won't buy a new game. I won't buy a new game. I've seen a lot so of that trying, too. Which is so trying to sell that, uh, sell a six to eight hour game, plus your reviews and the, the complaints about how the game ran on PC and stuff like that didn't help your cause either. So I think they just had a yeah. lot of, Bad decisions on their end, and yeah, and mm. then uh, they didn't actually like if 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 it would have reviewed to a place where people were talking about this is better than Dead Space, yeah, if we might be talking about something different, maybe they end up breaking even. But I think a lot of people once they got a, a hold of those reviews, they were like, I'll just wait until this game's either on Game Pass, yeah, Game Pass does hurt <laughs> sales a lot, yeah. Um, I'll wait for it to go on Game Pass, or I'll wait for it to be twenty bucks. Because that's just to me, that's where a lot of gamers are now. Yeah, they they I will agree. wait because they know there's a good shot. That well, gonna... and and now there's like this trend of like games going on sale two or three weeks after they come out. You know, so sure. it's like I mean, Callisto you know, Protocol is on happens. sale right now. It's it's on sale right now on P on PS Five. Yeah. Um, yep. How much? Like twenty percent, twenty something percent. Twenty five percent oh, off. If you had it up in front of you. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's like twenty exactly. bucks off. So, I mean, and, and like, you know, to bring the real world, like, things going on, like, you know, inflation's terrible and things are oh, tough. Right. And, I mean, who who wants to throw $70 it, it on a out, six to eight hour game? Yeah. And choosing right now. It came out in a pretty bad time, too, like, with um, all these other AAA games that came out. Like, yeah, I sure. mean, not, not saying that Need for Speed Unbound and Midnight Suns did great numbers either no, people were still high off god but, of war though i mean it's the yeah, one that yeah, i yeah, so people either Ragnarok buying that you haven't bought it yet because yeah. they're getting it for christmas like there's a yeah. lot of yeah. that game was very it probably still distracting this felt more that this definitely felt more niche than a marvel game and a race uh, a, an established franchise racing game like it definitely yeah. felt like a harder sell for general audience well like horror, horror games are actually really popular it's just that it was a new ip i think i yeah, think that's, that's what i mean by selling a new idea yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. i bet you it's still probably sold better than both need for speed and uh but like so. but like but I, not I, I to the budget. Guess, yeah, yeah, yeah i don't I know, know that saying. but I, in terms of making its budget back yeah it didn't yeah. obviously yeah I think I mean, the only yeah. franchise that can get away with doing what I just said that they did that they shouldn't have done is Resident Evil. 
I really think that's the only franchise that can get away with overspending, over-marketing. Yeah. Um, they're and still releasing a six to eight hour game. Now, also keep in mind that Resident Evil games do usually have some type of multiplayer attached to it, and people do well, and there's like an arcade like feeling of, of replaying those games over and over and over. Yeah, and I think that was a big mistake because I've said it in our chat, and I've probably said it on the podcast. I'd be I would have already beaten Callisto Protocol a second or third time if they would have re- had new game plus ready. Yeah, like I now. love. I played Resident Evil Village three times back to back to back, like boom, yeah, boom, yeah. boom, because it gets more fun as you play it because you know yeah. what's coming. You're and unlocking you so, po- so powerful, yeah. <laughs> you just blow through everything, and it's just like it's super fun. But again, the um, game itself does have its. I mean, like we discussed it. I mean, for me personally, like the just the repeating of bosses is like, all right, well, like so you ran out of resources. Like, what's the deal with that? And and um and the dodging thing could be a bit fickle you know like people didn't like that people just didn't like that mechanic i I don't have a lot of strong feelings on it but like uh uh, more people dislike it than like it so now now you have a word of mouth that the combat's not good you know like yeah it's a hard sell dude you know it ends up being a hard sell yeah Yeah. it's a shame unfortunate because i actually again i'm not saying it's a failure i'm sure at some point they'll make their money back yeah Remember, the game's going to keep selling. It's not like people are. If just it does go on Game Pass, go get a big chunk of money for it. If it doesn't, yeah. people will buy it on sale. Like, it might have some legs to it. I think like... they'll at least break even or make some profit out of it eventually. Um, but it's unfortunate because I, I want to see, I would like to see a Callisto Protocol too. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look sure. like we will, though, but we'll yeah. see. I think they leave you, you know, without spoiling it, they leave you with like, hey, you want to, you, there's a cliffhanger. Like, there's yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. DLC, they set you up for the DLC and, and a sequel. So, um, we also have leaked Suicide Squad game image appears to confirm battle pass. Does anybody care about Uh-oh. this? Yeah. Yeah. Was... yeah. This we'll was a huge debate when this image leaked because everybody was like, oh, it's a game as a service then, right? Uh, there's this thing coming out of like message boards like 4chan where they I think they leaked GTA 6 stuff there too, uh, and like all the, all this stuff does is just stir up debate, uh, <laughs> and just nonstop arguing and nonstop like uh yeah. you know, crapping on a thing, and then to the point where the developer has to go, that's not what's happening here. Like you know this game is so early. I have to make a uh, statement on a, on an out of context leak. You know. Yeah, sure. exactly. Like apparently, so like they have a battle pass which people saw that and then they saw like a number next to it and they assumed that meant in-game currency and it's not that wasn't in-game currency the developer later said uh no that's like xp like and you use xp to like basically just skill up you know you you basically yeah it's not co- like basically the battle pass is just cosmetics that's it so that's why i read it the way i read is because what i'm trying to say is i don't give a shit I don't I don't yeah. care if they have well, a battle pass. I don't care. We have not even seen true gameplay in this game yet. So yeah, what are we nothing. mad about? Like yeah. what is being compromised? Like there has been no there is, there is just make assumptions. Game, like, there is make an assumptions, obsession yeah. with uh humans on social media that I know it's driven by they want attention. That's the bottom line. But yeah. they do this. They pull stupid stuff and they try to make stories out of nothing. Yeah, yeah. To to, it's, it's almost like to beat their chest. Like, you see what I discovered? You see what I posted? You see yeah, what video yeah, yeah. I made? You see, you, I'm dialed like, in, dude. 
Nobody cares, bro. The people that argue over this are stupid. But some people do, and those are the people arguing, you know? And they're so eager to, like, automatic, like, they're, like, dying to hate on something because I saw so many tweets. I saw so many tweets about this image that were like, well, I guess I'm out on this game. I'm like, Rocksteady's dead to me. Yeah. yeah. Like, what that, the yeah. hell? Like, you haven't even that's seen what, That's what I think is sad, is when <laughs> yeah. I see people Again, like, jump to stuff like that. I just don't yeah. know what's being compromised because we haven't really seen the game except for some cuts. I mean, and some, this, like, seconds it, of gameplay. It could you know, literally like, be photoshopped. That's the thing. Like, I mean, this yeah. has any has people not heard of deep fakes? Like, yeah. literally, like, that's a thing. Like, so why does everyone just assume they see a fucking static image and they're like, well, clearly this is the thing. So now I'm not going to yeah. play. It's like, you're a yeah, moron. It, yeah. wasn't even yeah. like, it wasn't even like the menu in action scrolling through the sub menu. Yeah. It was literally just a screenshot of the main menu. Somebody could just Photoshop <laughs> that. Like, why are people so unbelievably yeah, it's stupid? so weird. Yeah, people, did, are, people have, like, portable pitchforks and, yeah. and torches, dude. And they're just, they're just, ready, they're just ready to yeah, light ready. them up, bro. Like, they're very tiny, but they have them. Yeah, <laughs> they're 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 extendable, right? You yeah. know, like where you press the button, they go, and then you can like right, like those batons, right? Like those. Yeah, batons. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Telescopic. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah there you go. <laughs> so, um, so I'm still excited for this game. It's oh, not going to change me anything too. about my yeah, opinion. Yeah, it's Rocksteady, man. They've they literally never made a bad game. Literally, I just think not- it's sad oh, that I guess Dark we try to make news <laughs> news out of nothing. I I think it's it stupid. All right, I only so, put that in there so we could clarify that the developer said it's not a freaking game as a service. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, I kind of want to tell people there. I just wanted to make sure I shamed. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I shamed stupid people that make. You're arguing about this. You're a lesser person. Yeah, definitely, sure. definitely. <laughs> All right. So on more positive news, Midnight Suns: The Good, The Bad, and The Undead DLC drops January yeah. 26th. Wow. So if you're listening to this show, the the DLC is about ready to drop. Because yeah. yeah out like a little bit after our show this launched. is the uh so they have four dlc content packages whatever planned and like deadpool venom morbius and storm are going to be added as playable like well, not playable but like friends or whatever characters allies uh yeah. this is the deadpool one um Ooh. and i think they showed the trailer and the voice actor and stuff he, i think he's got like a little more deeper he's not ryan reynolds basically they're not yeah they're not they're not imitating that, anybody that's existing in the MCU or whatever. Uh, so if so, I buy this yeah. DLC, can I play with Deadpool in the main campaign, or is he only available in the I don't really know the how DLC? they're going to put it in, but I, Me neither. What I, the way that I understand it is, is that, like, you'll get a series of missions that will introduce the character, unlock them so you can use them in your team, and there's an, and, and, and also with these missions come new villains. So, like, there's arcs of missions that you're going to get. And I, as Jeff and I have talked about the cycle before of that game, like after you do a mission, you go back to the house and that's when you do your interactions. So like for me, where I've interacted with everybody and I've depleted everybody, I'll I'll just have to do Deadpool, you know, and uh, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But for you guys, I think like Man, I have the mission so will go. just show up probably on the map, you know, like the war table map. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be it. cool. Yeah. You know, maybe there's a maybe there's a level block to it where it's like, hey, you might want to be level 15 to unlock him or something. I don't they haven't really discussed that. But I have a feeling the second you buy that and turn on the game next time, he'll just be ready. And if y'all are earlier in the game, y'all will get way more time with this character than someone like yeah. me who's just who's just going to have those new missions to blame. Gotcha. So, That's a good point. Y'all, I should probably y'all jump may have the, chosen part, right yeah. by like, you know, maybe playing this game a little slower than I was. Yeah. <laughs> well. You got to enjoy it and talk about it in the game of the year, whereas I was just like, yeah, it's good. 
It's it exists. <laughs> I'm 12 hours in, and I'm like, man, I feel like I'm nowhere near the end of this game because uh, I'm just taking everything so slow. And isn't it like a 40-hour game or something? Like 20? Yeah, I, I ended 30? up putting about 40 to 50, 55. So I think it was like 55 hours when I was all set. I think that's kind of what intimidated me. I was like, uh, I don't have time for that. But again, we talked about it earlier. I will find a way. That is another game that you can definitely play as a. You know, oh, we used to we used to normalize playing games over the course it, yeah. of a year, and now there's this like rush culture, which I'm a part of, where it's like we got to beat this game immediately. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You really don't have way. to. You could take yeah, you that 40 hour game, and you can yeah. play it all year. Just chip, just chip away at it. You know. Yeah. Nothing wrong. You just with have that. to. I think they, want, I think they even want you to do that too. That's what you want to do, and you can do yeah. it. That's true. Yeah. Yep, I'm definitely going to continue to do that. I like doing that. Like I said earlier. All right, so this is uh, kind of leading into what I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Microsoft is now this. Before I read this, this is happening across the board with like yeah. all those right Tons now. This big, is this is companies. normal, but that's not what we're going to talk about. Microsoft is laying off ten thousand employees mm-hmm. in Q1, affecting Bethesda and Xbox three four three, which is what I'm really going to talk about. Three, yeah, three four three has been doing this, like this people leaving because they're tired of Microsoft's management. Uh, like they've been doing this for months, right? So yeah, yeah. Since Halo came out really. It's like they saw writing on the wall, and they were like, "Let's get the hell out of here before they lay everybody off." You know, like. <laughs> well, I'm just so disappointed. Again, none of what I'm about ready to say, none of this is confirmed, and I don't know if it'll ever be confirmed because this is not news that Microsoft would want out. Mm-hmm. But I don't like the fact that, like, let me start off by saying I absolutely loved Halo Infinite's campaign. I played too, a little bit of multiplayer. Yep. It's fun. I'm a big fan of the campaign. I, in fact, started a second playthrough where I was doing it co-op with Jesse White. I love it. It's just so much fun. I love the world. I love the gameplay. I love everything about it. Me too, man. That being said, I'm completely disappointed at how rushed, even though this game was in development for, what, seven, eight years, Mm -hmm. how rushed some of the parts of the campaign felt. Like, you could definitely tell they were like, hey, we're going to make an open world game. Oh, shit, we don't have enough content because we don't have enough time. Like, I know if if they were managed more properly, there would have been more content in that open world. They definitely had to rush things. It wasn't managed very well. The release, the launch wasn't managed very well. The delay wasn't managed very well. Nothing about this game was managed well at all. And now, mm-hmm. to top it off, they cut, what did they cut? Uh, couch co-op, which was stupid. People were oh, literally... Jeez. Yeah, yeah they're they not going to We're not doing that anymore. <laughs> and it sounds like, again, this is not official, but I, I can almost guarantee you this is official. They have probably laid off anybody who was any extras that were working only on single player, and they're not going to release anything to add on to the single player campaign. So we're not going to add on any any DLC. We're not going to add any content. The single player <laughs> campaign where it's at right now is that, that's, that's all is. you get. Yeah. And I'm extremely extremely disappointed in that. I think that's so stupid again i don't do their budgeting but i think that's more from mismanagement than just we don't have the money um and then on top of that this is impacting bethesda as well um i think a lot of that has to do with like when are you going to release a game yeah Yeah. i know starfield's coming but you you're bethesda you're not just starfield like there's nothing there's nothing coming out 
of the pipeline and Microsoft is going to, again, some of these layoffs are just going to happen just because, first of all, we've been in the gaming industry or covering the gaming industry long enough to know once a project's done, there are going to be people that get laid off. That's just, that's yeah, it's the, the nature of the beast, yeah. the nature of the job. You're not, you're not a full-time employee forever, but for a lot of companies, for some you are, but but for me, the these layoffs are more significant because, it, to me, it directly points a finger at Phil Spencer. Like, when Phil Spencer first took over, and I liked him. I'm not saying I don't like him now, but I liked him. He was getting overly praised for all the great things he's doing. And now I'm looking at him going, yeah, here's what he was doing in the beginning. He was announcing games. And then some of those games came out. But a lot of them aren't coming out. And now we're in the same cycle again where we've bought a ton of studios. We announced a ton of games. Like, it, Do you guys remember, what was it? Was it close to two years ago where they announced all these games yeah, from all the yeah. studios? Yeah, they finally they're like, hey, I, like you know all the studios we right? just bought? Here are all these games that are coming out from them. Where are those games? Dude, I don't know. They went a whole generation last generation with like under ten, you know, like yes. yeah. like flagship game. Like, how do you do that whole generation and like it's you barely been get double over digits? A like, year since you've released a triple A experience that was worthy of like top ten or yeah. game of the year talks, and that's Halo Infinite and Forza Horizon <laughs> Five, which both those games are absolutely amazing. But yeah. I am gonna point out Halo's existed for twenty five years. Forza Horizon has existed since Xbox 360 days. These aren't even new IPs. These are just, hey, we're going to do a sequel, and mm -hmm. they're they're great. I'm not trying to take anything away from them. I loved both of them. They were both in my top. Halo was my game of the year, I believe, and then I think Halo or Forza Horizon was top five. Mm -hmm. So they're both amazing, but what I want is the new IPs. New stuff, I want yeah. better management. I so... want you to start flowing stuff out. You have enough is, studios to do that. Because whenever we have one of these, and obviously the past like three-ish years have been a little different, but it's always Phil that's like the one that's like, hey, I'm the guy. Like when Xbox is doing a thing, Phil's coming out. He's like, I'm the one in charge, right? It's it's just mm -hmm. Phil, right? Yeah, as far I mean, as like it, the gaming side, yeah, like he yeah, makes yeah. He's, so he's yeah. big. I don't big know if he has direct I, managerial stuff over like the individual teams. You so know, I think there's, uh, there's probably other people in between. You know, those. So two that's jobs, well, then. So then that's the point I'm trying to make. Because like for for years with Sony, you'd see all these different individuals. It wasn't just one person coming out um, speaking on the behalf of speak, fourteen yeah, like, studios. Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name. The last like main dude, um, but he he would come out, kind of do a beginning speech, but then there was always sort of there was like a hierarchy they'd be like the european um like kind of like you know guy representing sort of certain things there and then a different like there would be multiple individuals and obviously they get their games out it does sometimes maybe take a little while um but like sony it has obviously released lots of first party exclusive games um mm -hmm. And they exist and they have a lot of those different franchises. So I think I'm wondering if it's just so I'm wondering if just Phil Spencer is just stretched thin. Like he's just he's just doing too much on his own. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, no, I, I, think, he's just, I yeah. think he's just a face of it. And I think there is a structure in place. I think I think the company yeah. is so poorly mismanaged as a whole that it's just trickling down to yeah. like every studio they own, every little sub well, then they need to, Skype, they need whatever, to shuffle like, things around then. Yeah, they need yeah, to shuffle it around. Like, and which is what they're doing. I mean, they're firing people, you know? So, yeah, um, 
You know, but this is what EA did a long time ago. Is they bought up a whole bunch of studios. A lot of those studios never released a game, and they yep. shut down completely. Yep. So it's like, and I foresee, you know, a good Microsoft studios has that Microsoft done that. This is going to happen to them, you know. And Microsoft's yeah. done that in the past. Do you know how excited I was when Rare was initially oh, yeah. bought from, or when Microsoft Rare went like fifteen bought years without releasing a Rare? real game? <laughs> I was so ecstatic. You have to understand, Killer Instinct was one of my all-time favorite games and franchises. Here, Microsoft, my favorite game Dude, developer, yes. is buying my favorite studio. Perfect dark. Where's my Killer Instinct game from Rare? It didn't exist. I, I got a Killer Instinct game, and it was actually Rare didn't do it. <laughs> but yeah. even that, they didn't support it very well. But, like, they don't take care of their studios. Like, Rare was bought, and yeah. then we got nothing from them. Mm-hmm. What did we get? What's that pirate game that... Tim Thieves. Thieves came out what two or three years ago? It took long, like, longer than that. Longer than that. Okay, three, four years ago. But it probably took like ten or twelve years for us to get like a rare original. Yeah, it was game. a long time. Yeah, it was a long time. And then there's been other studios. Look at Fable. Fable is not was not a dying franchise. No, it like, wasn't. Fa- Fable Two won Game of the Year and was was two, one of the but... highest selling you know games of all time. Like it's it's. But you had a crazy. good franchise and you mismanaged that. They to shut where we down that studio. That studio doesn't yeah. exist anymore. You know. <laughs> so nothing they do is what I'm trying to say is nothing they do makes any logical sense. Yeah. The fact that they're even number two is actually amazing, and that's why I <laughs> I'm in no way a pony, but I I said it on last. Well, last week's podcast, PS5 destroys Xbox Series X for me. I am yeah, now a PlayStation definitely. guy. Release the games. That's all I care about. I'm going to play on my PC and my PlayStation 5. I do not care about my Xbox anymore. I'm, I want them to release games, of course, still. It's going to be a Skybound machine here pretty soon. A so, or Starbound. ton of developers <laughs> I care about. But yeah. I, I, I'm just disappointed that they run things so inefficiently. It's yeah. really, really. I have to I have to imagine that uh, the only studio that's actually churning out good stuff regularly is watching all this on the sidelines and they're like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Subsidian. Right, right. Subsidian. Obsidian is like, they're doing great. They're doing yeah, great. Yeah, great. they make some smaller games, some bigger games. Yeah. Like even the Forza, game, I would say the Forza studio. Too, right? So like turn yeah, playground, playground. Yeah, playground. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then but, Microsoft but, but, Studio but, proper. But Microsoft is mismanaged Fable to the point where they had to give it to Playground, and now they're probably drowning too. You know, like yeah. So. Well, yeah. Now, you know, now they have two big franchises. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like, like yeah. we only do races. Are you kidding me? We make right. race games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Obsidian's over there just going, we're just going to stick with what we do, man. Like uh, you know, we got grounded as a service game. I don't know why you would give Obsidian Fable. That will never not make sense to me is why they didn't give Obsidian Fable. Well, it was probably maybe they didn't maybe they didn't grab them in time for that or maybe. But also Playground's really good because they have really and I I think Playground's going to make a a fantastic game. But like they make it great. It was right right there. You had the best RPG makers out there. You have one of the best RPG franchises. Some and instead you were like, yeah, do Outer Worlds too, and I'm like, just have it. Fable, man. What are you? Yeah, saying? right, right. Even though I'm super excited for Outer Worlds <laughs> oh, too. Oh man, me so, too. Yeah. dude. Where's that? I'm game? literally, I'm literally just bitching because I just want a game. I'm, Same. I'm not even saying you gotta release Fable. You want to take two or three years Anything. for Fable? Fine. 
Give me something to get excited about Xbox. You're not doing anything. Restore Game Pass bound. is great, but that's not why I bought <laughs> an scale, Xbox. Scalebound great again. I will hey, say, I, um, maybe this time next week we'll be like, well, guys, they had their conference, and I guess we got to eat some crow. You know, we got. I'd be happy to do oh, that. That'd be but, amazing. Like, I, ha- I have a feeling they're going to announce some okay updates that they're wrong. not going to make. You know, <laughs> I, I, I bet. But sure. the problem yeah. is, is. I'm bitching about them not announcing games. I'm bitching about them not releasing stuff. They have been very good about overly announcing. That's probably yeah. why I'm mad. Is like you come out and you're like, we bought this studio, we bought this studio, and they've yeah. got 17 yeah. games in development. They swing big. None they of them swing, come, they out. come out. Hellbound the gate swinging. Two. Where is that game? Where is it? Well, that's one. Hellbound 2? Hellblade Hellba- uh, Not Hellbound. Uh, uh, <laughs> what is the other one? Hellblade. 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 Thank Hellblade. you. Not Hellbound. Hellblade, yeah. yeah. Where the hell Senua's is that game? Sacrifice or whatever it is. Or? Yeah. I thought that, is that game, game. Honestly, I thought that game would be out by now. Yeah, I thought we. I honestly thought that, that would have been in the discussion for last year's list. Like, that's so it's, insane, it's that, that dude. It's, it's still completely out of control. That game. It's, yeah. it's absolutely completely out of control. <laughs> yeah. This year, they have to release Forza Motorsport. They have to release Redfall. Starfield and Redfall. 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 Those, for sure is you out. have to at least release those three games. If you don't, to me, that's just a complete um, failure. With again, um, especially yeah, last year. With the third-party games that are going to be coming out this year, I mean, if if they do manage to get their shit together and release two, three first-party games or something, at least, um, yeah. it's going to be a pretty insane year. But, I mean, we have to... I think, they, they I think it, some know. of these companies need to But then to are we going three more for... years without games from them? You know, like, it's... it's yeah. Sure. Like, they they've got three, they they got three games in a year, and then we have a huge yeah, sabbatical again. And like, then they're just going to, what, lean on Obsidian to do more AA games? Like, I mean, come on, you can't just keep doing they're this busy. Like... they have that avowed game or whatever that they're <laughs> yeah. whatever, you know, like it's just like leave that yeah, poor team that? alone like yeah. obsidian is literally there's like one guy in the basement like guys <laughs> I, I i i'm working on avowed by myself because you guys keep releasing like <laughs> yeah, these dumb right. shit we games. want a new Can south park help, game please? and we want a new <laughs> Um, but also the CEO of Avowed, one of the the founders, he said, uh, before I retire, I want to make uh, another Fallout game. So it's like, uh, we might sure. be getting that. They might be making a Fallout game here soon. Dude, too. So imagine New like, Vegas 2. That's like, what it probably it's almost like It's almost like Microsoft ha- owns all the rights to do that. It's weird. It's, it's like, like they, they have could do everything that, that they could write off to do it all in-house. Yeah, yeah it's so really? crazy. It's so weird. And, yeah, least, and like just with the head. I hope next week when we record the show, I hope all of us are like, well, we're kind of fucking assholes. And uh, <laughs> yeah, shame, yeah, I'll be happy shit. Yeah. I haven't said shit. <laughs> so you guys, I was gonna say, you don't even Disney, know anything. Uh, at least Disney, when they buy these companies and whatever and become a monopoly, quote unquote, even though they're not. Sure. Uh, at least they're using those properties that they bought and going. Sure. Hey, they bought Star Wars. Yeah, we've we gotten so Star much Star Wars. Wars, people hate it now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> they gave us another I'm, Predator. I'm movie not in that camp. I, I appreciate when somebody yeah. buys something and them actually doing stuff. Uh, yeah. As long as they're it. not. What do you think they bought it for? Do you think they bought it to shelve it? You know, like Disney yeah. knows yeah. how to use the stuff that they purchased. You know? As long as they're they using it and creating quality content. Now, obviously, that's subjective. People can be like, "That's yeah. a shit show." Blah blah. I get it, but. Overall, if you're trying to be a little objective, you'd have to say Disney puts out quality content yeah. overall. Well, people overall, complain about I, I how much it is now, right? Now, now there's like this too much to too much delicious too much food. Star Wars TV. Yeah, uh, right, right. I, I get like I'm not gonna get into that, but I'm just saying in general, I get the whole like making people wait a little bit because that's sure. what gives us that hunger. Whereas if you just keep throwing shit, it's like Kyle said when we were talking about The Last of Us. If they keep just throwing killing and death scenes every five seconds oh, in yeah. there. 
kind of like, ah. But if you, like, pace it in a certain way, you can get them to be more powerful and more impactful. But not Same to thing the point where you're a Microsoft who, who doesn't release anything. So, I mean, yeah. Yeah. No. But you got to find you a middle ground. All of, <laughs> you went all of 2022, and your best game that you release is Pentiment, which is, like... <laughs> Somebody in a basement just drawing a picture yeah. in it, like slowly. Guys, please, I need a just, break. Just writing the dialogue, yeah. Guys, Someone's please, on I budget voice my, acting. I sorry, haven't seen my know, family like... in three years. <laughs> He's just in the Get basement. Get two going. That's the only game we got launching in 2024. Oh, my, my wife had going. our kid. I haven't seen my child. I've abandoned my child. Okay. <laughs> Uh, gaming uh, developers, publishers that are ran absolutely terrible. Ubisoft CEO apologizes to the <laughs> development <laughs> staff for, for quote, ball is in your court. Remark. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember he said? So he said this, I think, last week. Asshole. But we were in our game of the year debate, so oh, we didn't get to talk about it. But he was like, "Hey, man, us us being a failure is on the developers, man. It's not my fault. They yeah. got to turn this ship around. He just he, he did one of these and was like, all right, well, it's on yeah. Me. And so he let a full week go by, and then he was like, all right, that was my bad. I shouldn't have said that. And it's like, oh, no, wait, you meant it. You meant it though. Yeah, no, that's, he definitely. That's why you said it because you meant it. What a dick. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> the current state of Ubisoft. I gotta say, like, I don't think they're gonna go under or anything, but they're losing no. a lot of money. I think it was. I watched a uh, video said it re- reports are they're gonna lose five hundred thirty-seven million dollars um, this past fiscal year. So that's that's not good. You know, that's gonna lead yeah. to layoffs. That's gonna lead to yeah, they're gonna fire uh, all the devs and cutting you know. certain games and things like that. And there's a lot of franchises. I'm not as big of a Ubisoft fanboy as I used to be, um, just because I feel like the quality of a lot of their games recently have just not been that great. But um, but I'm still a big Assassin's Creed fan, and I know yeah. they've got big plans for that franchise, and I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what they do. But I always felt like Ubisoft, until they became very uh, robotic in, in their their way of designing games, like, hey, I shouldn't say robotic very formulaic like where they were just like this is how you make a good game so we're not going to deviate from this and it kind of it kind of they oversaturated the uh, market with the same shit over Mm -hmm. and over with a different uh a coat of paint yeah um and i think that's what's really hurting ubisoft is that's is in general i think I can't speak for all gamers, but a lot of gamers are getting to a place where they're putting Ubisoft in that EA. They're not quite there, but in that EA mindset of like, this is just a trash publisher that just rinses and repeats. And they, they're all about just getting my money and they don't care about creating good quality. Well, now, now Ubisoft is in, is in that umbrella where like, whenever you see an open world RPG with some, like, I don't know, mildly uninteresting elements or it doesn't look that good you have people go this looks like an ubisoft game now they are something you compare to negatively in in the gaming space because assassin's creed assassin's creed was coming out every year so then they were like oh let's pump the brakes let's uh it's kind of smart yeah and they came out with origins which is actually one of my favorite um i love games i i love origins um and like that really worked out for them. So then they're like, all right, well then we'll do Odyssey. And obviously Odyssey sold really well and did well. And I mean, so did technically Valhalla, but it's like, I'm already at, then I'm kind of like, I'm so tired 
of the games because like yeah, yeah. I'm exhausted because they're you, so huge. Like when you see the same huge. thing in like the Far Cry series, where like Far Cry three sold really well, and then four sold yeah, really yeah. well, and then five sold, and even six sold really well. But by the time six came out, no one was talking about that game. Sure, people bought it, people played it, but it's like the there wasn't a lot of like post launch conversation three. about that game. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the same here. I've, beat, I've beaten all one. the Far Cries. Didn't beat that one. I was just like, eh, yeah, I'm kind of tired. Of I this, liked so. that one more than five. But yeah, it was kind of like I wasn't like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like I yeah. remember playing three and being like, holy shit! Like yeah, yeah, this three really is awesome. This is, like, this is what happens when you. I mean, you can say this is kind of what's happening with the reckoning and the entertainment industry as a whole with all these layoffs. Is like you can only copy and paste what you're doing for so long before right. your audience or your intended audience goes. This is not that inspired. Like this, mm-hmm. there's nothing really actually new or unique and, happening here. And that's what sucks because you know? then so. then they start shifting to all this like free to play bullshit or yeah. like just yeah. like these like these things that don't have like any sort of meat to it. it it's like I don't. I mean, I don't want to sound all artsy fartsy, sure. but I love story games. So, but like something like God of War, it's fun to play. It has an amazing story. There's amazing acting. Yeah. Like when you actually put in the effort and and you know the funding behind it, like you can create something like that, which is like amazing, you know. Mm-hmm. But you have to actually go in that direction. Well, instead the, of- the other thing that they that Sony did, and I know I'm in the Xbox. Uh, unlocked group that has thousands and thousands of gamers and a lot yeah, of them are that's Xbox. Fun. That's a fun place. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> it's like, and they, lo- okay. they love to say how Sony just <laughs> copy and paste everything. And I get, I get what they're saying. They're like, it's just a third person action, you know, adventure game or whatever. Okay. But but when you look at like, what it is, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's really stupid. Talk it's about really like stupid. looking in through the window and being like, we hate you. Like that's like <laughs> Fucking all that's doing is that's like getting in a plane and just like looking at something from a forty thousand foot view and be like, this is all the same instead yeah. of like actually. It all just looks like land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was trying to say is that like when you look at like God of War, that was already a successful franchise. Yeah. And these are the things that isn't that isn't brought up by like Xbox gamers and stuff like that. There is still risk in what they did to change the way the God of War games are made. They didn't just change, like, Kratos the character. They changed the gameplay. They literally changed everything. They said, Dave Jaffe, Jaffe, you were cool back in, like, the 90s. You're you're shit now. We're moving on to, like, something. (laughs) He is. He is. Oh my god, really that's such a comparison. A thousand percent. <laughs> he, he's a forever a juvenile creator who's like in his like fifties now going like I still make cool edgy shit, you know, and I'm like you <laughs> God damn you it. Edge lord piece of shit, you, you know? <laughs> uh, God damn it. So I just I don't think uh I think that's part of Ubisoft's problem is they do need to and I know they're trying to do that. I know they they try to do it with Assassin's Creed, and I'm hope. And I know uh, the new one that's coming out this year, Mirage, I think it is. Yeah, that's yeah. a throwback. It's man. it's going back to old school, which is making certain gamers happy. I think that could be a good thing. Might be the first uh, one I beat, honestly, because it's. But it's they still do like stupid 30, shit, like you know. We're all waiting to hear about this new Splinter Cell remake game. We're all chomping at the bit to hear about this game, and they're sure. like, "Yeah, you want to hear about you want to hear about Sam Fisher? Well, he's going to be in Rainbow Six Siege." And I'm like, there "Shut up!" Like, I, <laughs> that's well, not what we want, guys. Well, like, also, stop that. like, what was um, what was I mean, the Splinter is Cell? This also, is this the developer that was? Ubisoft's the guys that were like, we're we're doing NFTs now, right? These are the same. Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, and then they put them in Square. We're like all in. Yeah. And they were like, uh, "Oh no, we never did that. I don't know what you're talking about." 
What yeah. was the um not the last Splinter Cell, but the one before that? Because I remember that being in development hell for a while. Conviction. Maybe is that the one where he's like on the run or something like mm, where he's I, like I bald like... on the cover? He's like fully bald on the cover. That like... one was no, the... that was like the first 360 one where he went to jail, yeah. I think, and then the okay. one after. I don't know. There there was two. I know like, where. Yeah, there's yeah. two that came out like uh, that had the same kind of sister, the but, paint and. Yeah, I remember that one like taking quite a while to come out. So like, I wouldn't be surprised if this one also does. But yeah. I don't know. We'll see. They're just. I mean, they're I love not... Splinter Cell. You know, I think everyone wants to hear about that. But like Ubisoft yeah. like, doesn't even know how to market their own games or dang it, well, dang character. Even even like company... their Assassin's Creed like uh, announcements. Like it was a lot of announcements, a lot to be excited for. But it was just so boring. Like it was also like, a lot of. How do you make that basket. so uninteresting to watch? You know, like yeah, well, because well, I just, just don't even care. Like if you're not, here's the thing: you're not. If you're not releasing yeah. new IPs and you're just regurgitating the same shit, like I already said, I'm a big Assassin's Creed fan. But you're not. If Ubisoft's trying to judge or scope like the future, like on their sales and stuff like that, they're not gonna know that I'm a big uh, Assassin's Creed fan because I've shown no interest in watching any of their trailers, any of their announcements yeah. because I don't care. I already know right. what it is. I am already going to buy it. You have not done anything exciting in the last, I would say, four or five years. I can't even think of a game that I was like, Ubisoft's making that, and that looks original. It all looks copied. And you guys made, try steep, and they're really <laughs> and they're really into free to play. The and one they're with all the sports, in, yeah, yeah, they're all into all that crap. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and like yeah, their big swings are stuff like Steep and stuff like Riders Republic, and like that's yeah. their big Riders swings. Republic, and it's just like, ugh, yeah. guys, that's nobody cares about this shit. Like, yeah, uh, Riders and Republic yeah, it gets its players. Cool, but... It is a cool idea, you know, but like it's just you're putting people want bigger things out of you, and yeah. and they're just they're they're having a hard time delivering that. And, you know, who's to say by the time I finally get my Samurai, you know, J Japan, Assassin's oh, Creed, that I'm not yeah. totally checked out and over Assassin's Creed. Yeah, how? Who's how to say? We, how, we, how have we not made that decision yet? Like, have we well, not dropped a hint enough? For years, like, well, they, years they announced it. Well, now they're too late because there's yeah, other they announced people it, doing but the that thing stuff is, and they're going to do it better. I got, my second, I got my second favorite flavor, Vikings, last, and I got halfway to that game, and I'm like, I can't play another 20 hours of this game. Like, I just can't do it. Like... So it's like uh, you already gave me something I really like in terms of like a, a a type of people, a race, a community, a timeline and stuff like that. And I I, I got tired of it because I just beat Origins and I just beat uh, the yeah. Greek one. You know, I just beat all these games that like Odyssey, you know, like I'm just Odyssey. I just went through these games two years ago. You know, like it just it, it got so tiring to to play no, that you're, formula. You're definitely not alone on that. <clears throat> I know a lot of people uh, that got kind of drained on Valhalla. I ended up enjoying it and loving it. I love it. it and I like that. I'll even tell you, I, I like that game. It's just like, you know, you're yeah, talking about Yeah, but I know what you're saying. Where game, it was you know, like, like, you don't feel the need to finish it. There's been a ton of people that I get didn't it, dude. I'm going to kill a couple more Templars. And then, hey, as Dan says, what? I don't get an ending. So, what's the point? Yeah, you know? I was going like, to say, guess what? Most people didn't finish it unless they bought the DLC. Yeah, so, which had just ended like a month ago. Like the DLC right. is like we're finally wrapping up this story. I'm like, yeah. this game came out two years ago. Like <laughs> I don't even know what they're wrapping up. I don't remember the story at all. And I, I beat the dude. game. Uh, Templars are in game. London, guys. That's the story. They're here. <laughs> they're the Vikings, and we have to kill them. <laughs> we got more good Why news. This is actually this is actually good news. <laughs> Crystal uh, Dynamics is finally moving on from the Avengers. You put dirt on that coffin, dude. Let's get it over with. Get it out of yeah. here. I, you know what? I gave what that game. 
more than a few fair shots, and I'm not going to shit on it because it's not a terrible game, but I could not get into it enough to even get past like the second or third level. I think the last time I played it was with uh, last time I played it was with Kyle during the Black Panther DLC. And we beat that, and then they've released like two or three more heroes, and I have not. Spider Man, they've released, uh, they've released Lady Thor or whatever her name is, and they've released Winter they've Soldier. Released um, and like I'm over here, like I haven't, I have no interest in even diving well, back into see what they're releasing play like. them with stories. So it's like here's a new character, and you're like, well, to do uh, what with? They're like to do the stuff you've been doing for the last two years. Yeah, and I'm like, gosh, I don't want to do that. Like I didn't do no, that. but there's <laughs> events. What what's so special about the events? You fight the same enemies you've been fighting. Well, no, no, in no. Like uh, they're it's kind of a remix of the events that you went through. They're just yeah. kind of in different orders now. It's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, it's like Christ, it's the same you know, environment. Like, <laughs> so so yes, their final update will be occurring on March thirty first. I don't think there's any gonna there's I don't think there's gonna be any players like any playable characters as part of that or whatever. Probably yeah. like a final like event or something. But then mm-hmm. support ends at the end of September. Thank God. Uh, I am ready for this developer to move on uh go make your tomb raider goodness they've been um, stuck on this please. for way too long yeah uh, for real um hold on could you, you um, could, could you go, go ahead and uh say what that what that, that story was, was. What, what, what was the the, the main title, title there of that, that story? story why are you echoing you're yeah, echoing are you you're, echoing? Double, you're doubling he's doing something he's up to something crystal whoa, whoa, dynamics whoa. is finally moving on from the avengers I knew he was doing something. Here it is. is that, where's the metal version of that? It is, it is very, very good. good. There, you, there go. you go. All right, stop echoing. We don't We don't like the echo. Nobody cares. Nobody cares about your jokes. No. All right, so yeah, I think That's we're good. all in agreement. I like, I like that. Keep doing it. Thank we you, want Kyle. Crystal Dynamics Thank to move on. I'm a big fan of the Tomb Raider games. In fact, the last one they released, which wasn't crystal dynamics i thought it was good but i i definitely could tell it wasn't crystal dynamics i love the like the when two you that play rise you know like you're like this is a really good game I, a lot of us tolerated shadows you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like, it was such a step I, down in quality and i like shadows i thought it was a fun I game like, but yeah like, i beat it and like, i beat all the dlc yeah I, yeah i thought it, it was good but like yeah. in terms of that like i don't know the feel of the game like boy it just it doesn't feel like rise of the tomb raider rough around the edges yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah i had a lot of frustrating because there's a lot of uncharted-esque uh platforming in it i had a lot of frustrating moments with that just because yeah. of the camera was just really irritating. I felt like, it it felt like old Tomb Raider. Like, like <laughs> base, climbing base, and less shooting. And I'm like, uh, but you don't understand. I play Tomb Raider to kill. Yeah. Like, I play it to kill. I absolutely love the first one. I beat that one like five times. Oh, I beat that game all so many about times, yeah. Running and gunning. That's all I cared about. It I was Uncharted, that. the video game, with a, with a lady. In yeah. Japanese weird folklore. I was so into yeah. that game. Such yeah, it was, a good I game. Love it, yeah. it was. It was a good game. All right, so let's end the show by talking about anything that we're playing that's outside of you know the new games that we already talked about, like Fire Emblem and so on. But let's kick it off with Dan. What are you What are you currently playing or watching? Um, I mean, pretty much the same things. I'm still just chipping away at Sonic, uh, Crisis Core, uh, Vampire Survivors, Arcade Paradise. I haven't, yeah, I haven't really uh, grabbed anything Man, new. So like some good stuff, dude. Yeah, yeah that's just nothing to be away. ashamed of. That's for sure. Chipping away. Are you watching anything? Like, is um, it impossible to? 
<laughs> Dude, I got the special edition Blu-ray for that. Shit. You know you're gonna actually watch it this week. You're gonna be like, you know what, Derek kept saying, kept making fun of that movie. I'm gonna go watch it again. It's I'm gonna need I you to go like get a motorcycle scene. I was gonna say, I'm gonna need you to go get a Kawasaki ninja bike, and we will just drive at each other and then dive in the. Air. Yeah, <laughs> that totally stuff. made sense. Both of those guys were geniuses. What so about when you idea. when you when you kind of vaguely kick the sand and a gun comes up and into yeah, kind of vaguely kick how about, the sand? How about my favorite part where he already has a gun on the motorcycle but decides to jump off on the side and ride uh, ride on the road he and does, then I jump on and then pull the gun out i'm like why didn't you pull the gun out first why would you just ride you on know i'm not dude i love john woo but that's the type of self-indulgent bullshit that he does in all of his movies where he's just it like is, i'm gonna have yeah. my characters uh slide down this you know uh, railing and shoot a kimbo or whatever which is cool when it's a hong kong action <laughs> flick but when sure. it's tom cruise doing it on a motorcycle with dumb long hair it's stupid i don't know like it's it's, so, it just doesn't it doesn't read the same in this type the of, entire uh, time i watched yeah, the movie work. i was like i really wish ben stiller was playing playing this character <laughs> yeah. he would have he would have fit in the movie better he would have fit in the movie better because it true. felt like a joke the entire time <laughs> It's very true. Oh, yeah, I know. Just um, just the Last of Us. I, I I still actually haven't finished um Better Call Saul. I um I kind of just been getting right. distracted with like streaming and stuff, so I just kind of kept not finishing it. I'm on episode nine of the last season, so I have like oh wow, I still need to watch that, the last. Is that did that come out? Yeah, Um, so I have, yeah, I have like five ish episodes left. Did, um, did it come out somewhere? Is it streaming somewhere? No, so I I uh, bought the season on um on uh Amazon, so. It wasn't. It wasn't too. It wasn't too pricey. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? This no, guy's so rich. Buy stuff I'm, I'm like really eager, and I have been evading spoilers so bad for that. Like, yeah, and it's, it's been it's, hard, dude. I'll be honest. It's actually a pretty difficult show to spoil. Um, not because you know where Breaking yeah. Bad picks up, but it's just I don't know, man. There's something about. The but there's some, like I don't even want to know matters way like, more that you know, people but... survive. Like I don't want to know anything. You know right, I mean? right, right. Like it just. Um, I don't know. This like not on Netflix yet. So not it's like because yeah, I, so. I I remember like kind of asking you guys because I just like it's like I know this isn't Breaking Bad. Like I know it's not literally that. Like I'm aware. I just and then I think yeah, Jeff totally was different. like, yeah, no, it's like yeah. a lawyer show, and it's like, okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, but I don't know. Like I this might this this may like seem blasphemous, but I almost feel like they could have condensed the show a little more. There's like there's just some scenes where it just seems like they're just kind of like a character's just sitting there and they're just, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the camera's just on them. Boy, it's I have like... a show to recommend you. <laughs> I know, right? It's called Copenhagen Cowboy, and it definitely doesn't have just a lot of people sitting around for long periods <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. In front of, like, yeah. neon lights and stuff. Yeah. But then there's... staring. Yeah. But then there's just, like... Yeah, there's just a lot of that. Or, like, if someone's just on a chair, and they're just like, oh, man, this fucking shit that I'm dealing with, like, goddamn. Because yeah. something crazy just it's happened. show right? that, like, there's a lot of room to breathe, for sure. Yeah. yeah Breaking, Bad, Breaking Bad was kind of the same. He's you know, always like, been more about, but like... But there definitely uh, was more stuff happening, you know? Like... I don't know. Sometimes I feel, I feel like the pacing and Better Call Saul is way better than Breaking Bad, but... Mm. Um, and I, I don't mean that as it, ma it makes it a better show, just, like... Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Feel like... They both have their moments of things, a lot of things happening pretty quickly. Yeah. But also that there being moments for things to breathe and dwell yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Nice little. I guess. Well, also because again, they are two very different shows. So I guess there's just more. There's more intensity and like in crazy shit happening in Breaking Bad. Like yeah. over, overall, I would say. Um, how many seasons was Breaking Bad? Was it also six or was it seven? It's just five. 
Or was it five? Okay, yeah, so then yeah, it was, so five. It was so shorter it was than Better Girls. So it's shorter. Um, but yeah, like I mean, obviously it's still like it's an excellent show. It's well written. It's it's very well acted. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the camera work is phenomenal. Like it's it's obviously a very high quality show. Um, it's just not it's just not the same, and I didn't expect for it, for it to be. Again, there's are, just there's are you definitely just this some on moments. your own, or do you watch it with your wife? No, on my own. My wife hated Breaking Bad. Oh. Okay. oh. Yeah, she's like one of those weirdos. It's just like, well, I have no characters to like, so it's a bad show. It's like, I, I love you, but that's you don't. That's yeah. dumb. It's not a requirement to see yourself <laughs> yeah. in everything you watch. It's right, so right, right. Well, she's yeah. just I, very I know, much like. I know. She, no, no, no. I know professional critics that are like that. I oh, just sure. couldn't identify with the. Why are you reviewing movies? Well, so you it's, don't need to it's identify not, um, with anybody in a movie. It's not identifying. <laughs> she just she just likes more like happy things, and it's like that's yeah. fine. Yeah. But it's like acknowledge that this is like an amazingly high quality show. Like it just yeah. acknowledge yeah. it. Like yeah, please, yeah. for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> like she so won't she's acknowledge it until she's a you play Xenoblade Chronicles 3. She told okay. me that. She <laughs> and watch oh, that Mission Impossible 2. <laughs> yes. While I'm Mission playing. Impossible 2, make sure that happens. <laughs> you, can, you can That's watch that right while you're playing your Switch, you know? Like, you I could. Yeah. I could. And then I could it's shoot. It's actually us. required for you to do something else while you're watching Mission Impossible 2. Right. Yeah. yeah. I probably want to give you attention. <laughs> Lawnmower simulator. Lawnmower simulator. <laughs> while I'm watching Mansion there you and go. There you go. That's I'm you cleaning do. the Laura Croft Mansion right now while I watch. Uh, <laughs> I, watch I forgot that did, that did come out. The DLC <laughs> yeah. for uh, oh my yeah, the Croft Manor. That's, that's so actually why Tim's not here. That's what he's playing. He's playing right that right now. now yeah. He's moving, and, and by that he means he's going to the Laura Croft Manor and he's going to clean it. Power watching. Yeah. He's gonna right, he's Jeff. gonna lock the butler in the freezer, which is a very inside baseball joke, I guess. <laughs> what are you playing and watching currently, Jeff? <laughs> um, nothing else playing. Um, I actually kind of took a break from gaming after our as we started our game of the year discussions. So Fire oh, Emblem's yeah. it for me. Um, watching. I mean, I'll just bring up because I'm not going to talk about it on the current cinema podcast. Uh, I just watched Airplane like before we recorded. That was really funny. Um. That was like my. I was probably like my fourth or fifth time watching it. Airplane like, oh. or plane? Yeah. Airplane. Airplane. <laughs> Airplane. The <laughs> real plane movie. The okay. real. The it's only plane the movie worth talking about. Yeah. Because okay. uh, yeah, Leslie Nielsen is just like I kept scrolling. One of the greatest comedies Maybe that's maybe that's why Gerard like, or whatever his name Troy wanted Hart. to call it plane because he was like. You know, it's a plane. It's a movie about a plane, but the plane's not in the air. So maybe there's depth to his reasoning. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's I, like, I the plane is Scottish on the ground, so it's brain. not an air it's, plane. It's plain, like the quality of our movie. It's very plain. Sure. Yeah, sure. It's very vanilla. <laughs> very vanilla. There it is. But yeah, if you haven't seen Airplane, uh, just just go, what are you doing? Just go watch it. I mean, it's like I, timeless I have comedy. seen Airplane. It's, uh, timeless. it's good stuff. Yeah, it's, very it's good. uh, well, I think I just love the uh, the whole misdirect quote things that they do, where like they um, they have somebody take a sentence or a word out of context and then they answer that. Like the quote that I mentioned in in current in the in our chat, where I was like, uh, um, Leslie Nielsen was talking to a stewardess and he was like, uh, man, everybody's sick, uh, we got to get her to a hospital. Um, and she goes, a hospital, what is that? Or not, what is that? She's like, what is it? She's asking what the illness is, but he goes. It's a hospital. Uh, it's a building with like patients inside it, but that's not important right now. Like, <laughs> and there's there's a ton of those misunderstandings yeah, yeah. throughout the movie. Just, I just lang love- language jokes. Yeah, but like Leslie Nielsen sells it 
with such seriousness. I oh, think he started he's the, he's as a the king, dr- dude. Yeah, I think he's he started the king as a, of pun hub, basically. I think he started as a dramatic actor, and then they realized, mm-hmm. oh, he can use his drama skills to sell our dumb jokes. Yeah, and he just every single time he would knock it out of the park. It's just I haven't watched the sequel at all yet. Um, maybe I'll do that next. It's good. Know. I like the sequel. I think that it's not. I mean, it, it's literally the same oh, movie as tried? the first movie, yeah. but it's in space. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's the only difference. Uh, it's it's the same jokes, like it's like. Do they have uh, the flamboyant gay guy in, in there? Who's oh, like, so, uh, he's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Do something with this. Oh, we I picked a hell of a day to stop smoking cigarettes. A, it be a... <laughs> I really like to a lot, but like, yeah, the first one's like the re- the, the real like yeah. satirical. And I didn't yeah. realize, by the way, when I was looking up the cast list, I didn't. First off, uh, speaking of Better Call Saul, I didn't realize that Mike Ermintrout was in the movie. I didn't realize that Jonathan Banks oh. was one of the. Of the whatever guys on the mic, um, oh, air traffic controllers, and uh, and then also the guy who's got like the bushy eyebrows and he's kind of silly, he was in hot shots as well. Yeah. Um, I didn't realize that was Jeff Bridges' dad, uh, Lloyd oh, Bridges. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh. um, now I'm like, oh, I see the resemblance a little bit, but yeah, Jeff and Bo Bridges, that's their dad. That's crazy. Oh, interesting, it's a great movie, though. Anyway, that's all that's all I got, and then I'll talk about other movies on the other podcast for sure. That's oh. the other podcast. Oh. Got any new games besides Fire Emblem or? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I uh, went back, and this is my first time playing and beating this game. Went back and played the first Hitman, like the of the okay. new uh-huh. series or whatever. Uh, cool. Excellent. That game was so good. That game is so. No wonder we got two more of those. You know what I mean? Like, of course we did, because like, boy, there was just a just a real. Apparently, if game you here. own Hitman Three, you get one and two free on January. Yeah, I I bought it a week before that went into play. So like I I purchased the whole like trilogy and then like a week later they're like you get it all for free and I'm like you assholes. Um, anyways, <laughs> not a big deal. I, I don't care. Um, but yeah, really good level design in these games, man. Like man, I was I was sharing some of the ways I was killing people like in chat like where it's like dressed up as a sushi chef and fed some person bad blowfish and they're dead now, you know. And it's just <laughs> oh, like gee. the links I went to to get those costumes and like activate those like side stories were like it was just so fun. Just so, some of the most well-designed video games, like of the last couple generations, I think, because yeah. everything's yeah. just so purposeful and meticulously placed. You know, yeah. like where sometimes in open-world areas are just so big, like there's there's underused corners and pockets of the world and stuff like that. There is not a single corner of any map of any of these levels that is like not used to facilitate yeah. some sort of kill or some sort of traversal or something like yeah. that. Uh, never like, oh, why is that there? No, yeah, there's, yeah, there's yeah. There's a purpose for all of it. Yeah, it's just, it's so, it's such a good game, and I, I, just, I really enjoy. it. I immediately started Hitman two afterwards, which I'm a couple levels into that too. I'm, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm on the racetrack level right now. Okay. Um, so uh, I'll be really honest enjoy- with you. Um, I'll be honest with you. My only <laughs> Hitman three, the first level in Hitman three. Well, I guess the second one too, which went horribly. Uh, the the mansion level. Um, those are the only two levels I ever beat on a Hitman because every other time I've tried, I'm just so terrible at it. I'm oh, just so terrible at like anything. being I'm on the fly. So bad at those games. Yeah, yeah I mean, be, because of like, the... Derek, go in here and do this, and I'd be like, I don't know, how to do it. See, yeah. but that's the thing. Hitman Three caught. added the new thing where it's like you can choose which side story you want to do, and if you just click that, it just puts a marker on the map of what you're supposed to go do. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, so cool. it's like there's if you don't want to explore around and like wait and watch people's like stuff. Like, it'll just be like, hey, um, uh, like, a, there'll be a story called, like, misfiring range or whatever. And, like, the whole thing is, like, luring someone to a firing range so they accidentally get shot and everything. But, like, you have point-to-point, like, uh, waypoints and stuff like that. Because that's how I'm playing it, you know? Like, so it's like, there's some, you know, you can take the training wheels off, obviously, uh, but they're, they're there, too. And they implemented those back into 1 and 2. 
it's like going back and playing those games. It feels like I'm playing Hitman Three right now because of that. Okay, cool. Um, very nice. very cool, man. And I feel like in the and I think in the new update they're making like a hub area. So instead of walking through these really obtuse and bad like menus, which is how it is right now, like they're you're gonna like have a hub area where you're like setting up missions and like getting your loadout and stuff like that, and you'll walk out a door and they'll load up the mission, you know. So it's like. They're doing something there, and they're they're changing the whole package name to World of Assassins or something like that. And there's probably yeah. going to be monthly or weekly updates about hit hits and stuff like that. It's cool, man. The community's really cool, man. People making their own uh, kills, their own levels, uh, their own kind of paths and stuff like that. I haven't really dove too much deep into that, but you're talking about a game that just has infinite content. So uh, that's yeah, I I already own three. Um, I know I own one and two on something. I don't know if it's on PC or on another console or something like that. But I will. Um, this has always been a franchise since Tim and I started this podcast because he's always liked it. That anytime he would talk about it, I'm like, I, I really, I want, I want to play it. I want to play it. And then I'll jump in and start it. And I'm like, nope, I suck. I just fucking like I can't. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I'm yeah. literally in the level that's explaining me how the game works. And I'm not very good at this, so yeah, I'm, I'm not. I don't have the patience for it, but and it's always been one that it's intrigued me because I'm yeah, like yeah. the genius of it is how <clears throat> how you can kill these people and how open and how like it's, it's just... one of those uh, extremely rare franchises <laughs> where like in gaming where if you're if you're not acing levels or whatever, you know the problem is you and not the game. It's yeah, it's yeah. So, There's so nothing rare. unfair about these. About yeah, these exactly. Games, you know? like, it's and I used to play the Hitman game. games on like the 360, and I was decent at them. And then, but They're I would linear, play them. You know, yeah. they would let me be more. Yeah, they would let me be more. Sometimes there'd be kind of bigger hub I liked, areas, um, but you kind of had a direct kind of quest of what you were supposed to do. And in a lot yeah. of these games now, you have three or four, sometimes five or six different targets in a single yeah. level, you know, to take down. But yep. I, I liked uh, Blood Money, and then I actually really Love liked Blood Ab- Money. Absolution. Like, I Hitman really 2, Hitman Blood Money, Hitman Absolution. I mean, all the, I mean those are games yeah. that... Like, this is a franchise I used to really love, yeah. and then I kind of felt the same way that like, kind of Derek and uh, Jeff were talking about. When Hitman 1 came out, I played that opening level, and I was like, I don't know what this game wants out of me. You know, it is yeah. way too much, you know? But then when 3 kind of added that stuff, like, now going back and playing that and all that stuff being retrofitted, it's... Uh, it feels good, and now I'm in two, and I'm, I'm now I'm playing on normal, and I'm not I'm not relying too much on because like I've, I have like ten levels underneath my belt now, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and I kind I kind of understand the language of the game, and like that click or whatever, you know, that that finally happened. I was like, oh, that felt good. Uh, this 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 feels good now. That's that's what that's one of the things I like about gaming is, it, and maybe that's why I started talking about like playing strategic RPGs and JRPGs more is because like. I've never been really that good at them because I've never really tried to be good at them. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to play, and that's why I don't I don't feel bad about playing games on easy because when you're playing them on easy, you're moving forward, which we are a society where we, if we feel like we're staying stagnant, we'll generally quit. Where we feel like we're moving forward, we're accomplishing something, but we're slowly picking up things as we do it, and then you eventually get to that aha moment where you're like, "I don't need to play on easy anymore. I'm yeah. actually good at this game. I'm, I could either replay the game or play the sequel, and I could play it on normal because I've figured out what other gamers already knew, but I just didn't understand because I never gave this a chance. So that's what I've been noticing. That's why I don't mind playing on easy. Once I figure it out then I usually just flip it, and I'm like, 
Yeah, I got it. I got yeah. it. All right, so I'll end the show with just uh, real quick. Uh, the main game I've been playing has been definitely Final Fantasy XII. Um, looking at a walkthrough, I'm more than halfway through it. Uh, I actually like all the characters. I mean, again, Dan and I kind of talked about it. Uh, I don't have an Fuck. issue with Vaughn at all. I, hate Vaughn I, just and Penelope. <laughs> I just don't care about his relationship with Penelope or whatever just... her name is. Uh, Pinello, yeah. Well, like, yeah, so no. the thing, the thing for me, and it's because it's like I know, I know the um, the the sort of uh, turbulent uh, development. Like Vaughn was like kind of like almost like shoehorned in there because it was like, well, we got to have like the blonde character, right? We had it. It in worked 10, so well with ten, right? Yeah. And, and Zidane yeah. and nine, so we got to have the blonde kid, and then, then gotta have another Pinello. blonde kid in a vest, you know? That yeah, worked out exactly. So well. um, <laughs> but it's like when you're playing the game, and Derek, I don't know if you if you sense this as well. Like you, the main character feels feels like really like either ash or um uh, balthier yeah balthier yeah. yeah i would say it's it's yeah. really like one or one of them if not like that ash is together. the main character like she's the most important person in right. the party yeah but i but, like balthier the most and yeah, i feel like his story cool. is more intriguing like he's more of a mystery like why is he doing right. this but yeah, like yeah. he's like he's like not he's and not I like fran as well yeah, Fran awesome. is fantastic. Like um, but like he's like team. kind of more regular looking, right? And that's why it's like annoying that they wanted to shove Vaughn in there because it's like, so Vaughn is like, oh, I'm shirtless and I have the vest and I'm a blonde kid. It's like, but you're not interesting. I don't care yeah, about your whole sky pirate thing and you're a kid in Penelope. Well, he just want, like, everybody he meets, I want to be that, you know? It's just he's such a, that he has no personality of his own, it feels like, yeah. you know? He gloms yeah. on to wanting and to be a And just chasing and... behind him because like, yeah. she just like, she's just there. Yeah, I don't get that relationship. It doesn't intrigue me. Are they brotherly? Me. More, are they romantic? I don't. I, don't I, I, I think she like maybe. I think she like has a crush on him or something. But I don't know if I he's too cool for her, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I don't. It just doesn't really get explored. I don't think. Um, but like, no, I'm more into Balthier, and then I like. Um, I, I they I just got done with uh, Fran's like her journey, her story, yeah. who she is, where she came from. Um, I like all that stuff. Like, there's just something about this crew and this journey that they're on. And then the other thing that, and I know I'm not the first person to say this, but I really did feel it. It wasn't just other people said it, and then I'm like, yeah, I agree. When I play this game, I'm like, dude, am I playing Final Fantasy or am I playing like a Star Wars RPG? Yeah, because it just has like the music. It's 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 big Star Wars, especially the star uh, the music, yeah. Yeah, that article I sent you that compares all the characters to who their mirrors are in Star Wars, it's totally spot on. You know, like they 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 fit the exact roles and archetypical characters of those type of Arthurian tale narratives, you know. Um, So I personally really, really like it. The only thing and I like the judges. I know people are are, oh, the judges are all kind of the same and I don't really know who's who or whatever. It's like I think they're pretty menacing. Aesthetically, they're cool. Yeah. And I, I just I enjoy kind of like just how menacing they are and like they're are there as the weapons to like to keep the keep the control you know under control um, you know so are you liking the story because that's something that people kind of have gripes with because again also with the like development the lot, the, the, with the development it. though like there was kind of like they it switched hands like the the director the first director got a final fantasy game had bad development and a lot of switched hands I yeah i've never heard of that before <laughs> but it was more it was more an and issue the of, like story health. suffered because of that? i've never heard of that well so yeah it was okay. a health issue it was a health issue so then it switched hands I remember different directors, that so. yeah yeah 
So that's why that took longer than it. Because honestly, if that had never happened, maybe that actually would have came out in a reasonable time. I mean, who knows? We It came know. out after like the PS2, like, I mean, like months later, the PS3 was coming out, if I'm not mistaken. Right? Yeah. Like then uh, come out. Wasn't it one of the last big no, games? No, it was, in the, it was in the middle of the PS2 gen. Was it the, the middle? Well, well I'm just up. saying the middle. Hold on. Let me check exactly when it came out. But we'll it wasn't, I don't think it was at the end. I could be wrong. It. I actually, I, so far, I like the story. I mean, I'm not at the conclusion of it, but I like what's going on. I like the mystery of it all. I like the power play. I like the struggle. Um, I mean, that's what intrigued me from the very beginning. I bought this game on launch, and I played, like, the first, like, six or seven hours. And what the the thing that always made me want to come back and play this game was the characters. Like, I like that crew. Um so I think I think I'm gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna, This is my this is my JRPG that I'm I'm I've made the decision like you don't quit on this one. Like you keep going through. Don't rush it. So I was trying to beat it before Fire Emblem came out. That's not gonna happen. Um, so I'm just gonna keep slowly plucking away at it while I play all these other Lean games. Lean on that three times, you know. That's uh, three times fast forward. <laughs> it's really cool that yeah, I do. It, I, that's the reason I'm more than halfway through. Is that fast forward is yeah. fucking amazing. It turned an 80 I, hour game into like a 40 hour game for me. I'm not. Yeah, I was watching <laughs> walkthroughs and they're just like the characters are like this, and I'm like, yeah, just yeah you're just yeah, you're skipping games across. I don't care. It yeah. definitely, it, it definitely, um, great, but it definitely helps with like with uh grinding, you know, because if you want to if you want to get some extra levels in, then yeah. It makes it super fast. Um, so, um, yeah. So, P- oh, sorry. The PS3 came out in 2006, November. Uh, this came out in March of um, 2000. Wait, hold on. Kyle said he didn't care and he left. <laughs> he did. Oh, no. Not so, Kyle, what? Not so, wait, Kyle, Kyle was right. It came out in 2000. Okay. I don't know why I was just looking at that wrong. Well, yeah. So, no, he, he was right. You know what? No, he doesn't need to know. He left, so he doesn't need to know he was no. correct. No, Kyle was yeah. It was the same year. That's weird. I thought yeah. I mean, I worked at GameStop when it came out, so yeah. I, had a, I had a good memory of it. I was you know, I worked I worked at GameStop. So Were I you? was I re- I remember being so like oh man, this is gonna be so good, guys. Dude, I, mean, I remember the soul crushing was... feeling of thirteen coming out too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so excited. I was like, this looks. I beautiful. know that Final Fantasy thirteen came out the same day as God of War. Was it three? Two. Or three. Had have been three. It had to. It was been. three. Because I know, I know, God of War two. I bought both those games on the same day, and I. God of War two was real late in the PS two cycle too. Sure. So yeah, yeah this that was PS three. Yeah, yeah. PS three. Yeah. No, you're right. Um. Yeah. So that was that was fun. Um. The that's cool. That you, what even made you choose I, going with twelve? Like you were just. Because I saw it was cheap on PC, and I looked up like, does it have like fast forward options and all that stuff oh, okay. and i was so like oh like, i'll go for it i'm just gonna go for it because it was huh. like 15 bucks or something like that huh. well, so i just good. yeah i just bought it not too long ago like right it's before game, i started dude, it's a good game uh, yeah i mean it has a really passionate following it's definitely i i i think overall it's it's that crowd is smaller than than the people that dislike it but like that crowd is very like vocal about how much they like the I game i think a, i think the story I'm changed on say, that one I too where when it came more... out like yeah I, I think there's a lot more fanfare these days than than back when right it came yes out. i feel yeah, like yeah. they're like it, it had a second life at like getting new fans like me dude i hated this game when it came out i remember playing it and i was like nope 
I'm out on this, you know, and then yeah. all the years I just three or four years ago, I went back and played and beat it. And I was like, oh, this game was absolutely excellent. Yeah. You know, uh, I remember liking it, but not like loving it. Like I was like, I like this, but yeah, it doesn't be 10 for me. Like 10, 10 is my second favorite. So, ten's, ten's so awesome. my, my actual my plan is I'm not saying I'll do it right away. And I already downloaded it is to beat 12. And then I want to beat 13 because when 13 came out, I played it on PS3 and I got all the way to like, I want to say it's like chapter 11 of 14. Yeah. I got real deep and got stuck on a damn boss. And I tried over and over on how to beat that boss and I could not figure it out. Even yeah. with guides and everything, like set your crew up like this and do all this. And I was like, I can't beat this guy. Um, so I do want to beat 13. And yes, I am one of those few people that actually liked 13. Like I liked the... I didn't like everybody in the crew, but I like mm -hmm. the story and I like some of the characters. I don't know if there is a Final Fantasy game where I like every character. I think they always write a annoying character or two. Um, but overall, I've always liked uh, Final Fantasy games for the journey. And, you know, I've always enjoyed that. One twelve, um, it feels like you're actually going on. A, even though you're zoning out into new areas, it just you it feels like you're far away from the main city. That, that game you started. is very big. Yeah, 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 like there's yeah, like yeah. the grand sense of like scale yeah. of like where where you started and where you've gone. Going. Yeah, you definitely feel it, you know. So you get in a new area, and if you don't have the map, you're just like kind of like going through, and you're just like, okay, it's like yeah. they're small areas, but they just keep going. It keeps branching to the left and right and sure, down sure. and up, and I'm like, dude. Um I'm not it feels like an MMO, it. right? But I mean, I don't know how many MMOs. Yeah, you like yeah. A, one I of mean, the older type MMOs, because that's the design it's of it. It's a single player. Like, it is a very, it's, it yeah. is very much the design of Final Fantasy XI, absolutely, which yeah. has a similar sense of like, God, I really got somewhere from where I've started yeah. and where yeah. I am now. Yeah, really Final Fantasy XI very, you know, very much nailed that. Yeah. So as far as gaming goes, again, that one's going to be my main focus. I did jump back in. This is after like a year and a half of retiring from rocket league i am back oh, baby oh, God. i am Boy. back, back baby. i am God. oh that actually just reminded me you go ahead but there's something else i've been playing i feel ashamed but i don't even care. i mean i i i'm not gonna lie i like to be honest about myself and not be delusional i lost <laughs> a lot of ability in that year and a half off like <laughs> i jumped in and i was like driving super slow because i was i couldn't i couldn't measure the ball i couldn't figure anything out i was just sure. really bad but I have been playing for the last four or five days, and I'm getting my mojo back. I'm riding a bike. I'm not, huh? It's like riding, riding a bike. A bike yeah. like well, a bike. I used to be a diamond player, which is pretty high, and now I'm in platinum two, so I'm just under a diamond. But mm. I, I, I can definitely, I can tell that I've dropped off. But it is starting to come back. I'm starting to get a feel. I'm starting to get my little tips and tricks back that I'm like, oh, I remember when I used to be, I, w I used to do this or that or whatever in these situations. So, yeah. um, but it's just fun to be back. I do enjoy that game. And actually what got me back was just, I didn't know my son was playing. He's back yeah. to playing. So I was like, oh, you're playing Rocket League? I think I'll download it. So, nice. um, so I'm, I'm, I'm back in that. And as far as real quick, so we can end the show, as far as stuff I'm watching, Obviously, I'm watching the Mission Impossible movies. I bought all six of them in 4K. Um, I've watched the first three, started the fourth one. I've seen, I had previously previously seen one, four, five, and six. Two and three were the only ones I had never seen. 
Two, I've obviously made it very clear. I thought that was an absolute shit trash movie. Um, three, though, I actually really, really liked. Yeah, I thought it was three's out, it was like, out of control, man. Yeah. It was almost like they were like, hey, we they see all that we did wrong with two, so let's just get that lost guy on this. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so it was a really, really good movie. I'm looking forward to diving back into four, five, and six because that's actually why I bought this is because I remember, so I don't remember the movies, I just remember how they made me feel. I remember loving 4, 5, and 6. So yeah. I'm looking forward to going through them again and seeing, do I really, did I really like them, or what What was going on? Um, I, think, I think you'll be like, yeah, yeah, I really had fun with 4. Villain is, all right. But yeah, 5 and 6 are just like... 5 and 6 are out of control. Oh, and I think I think oh, 6 is one of the oh, best modern-day action movies ever. Dude, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's absolutely excellent. Yeah. Insane. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. That's probably what I'll do this weekend. And then um, the only other thing I want to talk about is I got really locked into Lincoln Lawyer. So I watched the first season of that. Oh, and the then show. Actually, I've seen the movie. And then I watched the movie. because I like I the movie like, a lot, actually. The movie's great. I like the yeah. show, so I'm going to watch the movie. And I'm a big Matthew McConaughey fan, so all anything right, he's right, in, right. I'm like, oh. Right. Right. So I enjoyed that. Out there. Got a lot of lawbreakers out there. <laughs> There's a lot of cheese to the show, but I still thought it was uh, very entertaining um, and well done. But, yeah, I've been enjoying um, watching... I, watching shows and watching movies something honestly truthfully i i stopped doing for years like if i had downtime it was strictly video games yeah spread the so love, now, man a lot of good stuff out there you know yeah so now i'm i'm stretching it and and netflix has been great like ever oh, since man. i yeah. resubbed to that i i uh finished the witcher season two which is something i always wanted to do and then i'm currently working on Finishing up Ozark and Dragon's and Dogma are the two shows I'm watching right now. On uh, Dragon's Dogma started off good. The first episode was fun. I liked it. I thought it was good. It has dropped off since, and I'm yeah, like, that show is not good. Um, what are we? What? what you could have just copied. You could have just copied the games, guys. Like, just, watch right there. just watch Arcane. Just watch Arcane. Like watch the last episode I just finished. I'm gonna spoil a little bit because it was absolutely ridiculous. It's just this girl and guy and then, like, two people, like, defending him or whatever, this married couple, and the girl, like, is literally hitting on every guy, like, whipping her tits out every five seconds, trying to <laughs> oh, so that's why everybody like... right in front of her husband, Jesus. and it's because her husband won't defend her, he's, like, this weak <laughs> beta male, oh, and God then sake. at the very end, he becomes alpha and defends her. And she's turned on, and he murders her. <laughs> and then kills himself. Okay, all right. Well, and I'm like, that was at no point, that was never in the in the game at all, no, by the yeah. way. No, it and wasn't I the have, game. Not there. And I'm watching <laughs> no, the show no. going, I have no idea why any of this happened. Why did this happen? This felt like completely filler, pointless. But the only thing good about it was that they did, I'm going to say it, they draw, drew her breasts perfectly but that's it there it is that's there it, it is we went so that's for a why long the first ride there but there it was yeah, there was yeah, the destination yeah. <laughs> well, when you're with me kyle you always get long rides baby oh man oh, this, so right. they they breasted her boobily is what you're saying yes, breasted her boobily. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10 boobies rest of the show zero out of 10 <laughs> i will still finish it because it's short shows you're already through you're already in it you might as well yeah, but he's yeah. in it all right he was in it yeah. 
<laughs> he, he dove right, right. <laughs> um, so that is our show thank you for uh, listening uh what is that what's his name gaston yeah we gaston. appreciate you <laughs> every hey, week gaston. man love you bud hey gaston go tell everybody to go listen to current cinema too yeah tell yes. them to, to listen to our yeah. other we're branching well, out we're so popular branching we're out, guys. so much money yeah. right now we want yeah. more of your time that we, yeah we're <laughs> actually creating more and more podcasts. Three hours a week isn't enough. You have to give us one and a half more. So we can oversaturate everything, and eventually Tim's just going to come out and be like, balls in your court, Jeff. Balls in your court, Can you make us money? Can you make us money? You, balls I in mean, your court. If you don't, we're going to have some layoffs, okay? And I don't know who it's going to be, but... <laughs> okay, all right, Der- all right, Derek. All right, Derek. They're going to fire you. Dan, you've legit you. been fired. You've fire legit. you. No, sell, sell your thing. You guys started a separate uh, little spinoff thing there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell it real quick. It's it's uh, it's it's pretty much this, but it's just about movies. And uh, I was I was genuinely trying to follow some sort of a structure, kind of like you know, kind of like Tim put together for this show, um, or maybe you guys put it together. Uh, no, as, as a group. I let Dad. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm just making sure. Mostly so, Tim. so it's kind of the same thing where, like, we start off the show talking about something new that we watched, and then we talk about something old that we watched, and then we do a. Um, I'm going to try to do this weekly because I think it's just a fun idea. Is uh, it's I'm just calling it Pick Five. We're each going to bring five movies um, Under to a talk about category. Other or, a certain topic yeah. or category. Like last week was uh, movies that shaped our taste in other movies, like. Movies that we watched when we were super young that made us go, I want to see more of that in other movies. Mm, um, yeah. And then this week we're going to do under, no, it's not underrated. It's misunderstood movies. So it's movies that the internet has a weird hate boner for. That's pretty much what we're going to use this for. Yeah. So you're going to talk about Mission Impossible 2. Gosh. No, <laughs> no, no. Everyone's hate boner is spot on for that one. So. Yeah, it's actually. Correct boners. Yeah, it's a correct I boner. Because <laughs> this movie sucks. It's all it's ever seen. Like, um, so, no, it's more like for like the Last Jedi type movies where everybody's just like, oh, or like at least half the people online. When you bring it up, it, 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 it like literally people yeah. roll their eyes out of their heads. You know, that type of thing. So, all you have to do is talk about Star Wars every week pretty much yeah i mean really yeah really all six of my movies that i'm bringing are are three star wars (laughs) three different prequels yeah 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 i actually uh i found another 2017 because i set rules for myself when i make a list like that um i had last jedi down but i mean i was like what more can i say about it so i picked another movie from the same year um i I didn't want to talk about movies from the same year for the record i just want to say i i enjoyed the the newest star wars trilogy I didn't like Same. the last movie as much, but I... It's my least best. favorite, but it doesn't mean I yeah, have to but I still turn overall, my identity into... <laughs> I, like, I don't hate Disney it. for what they did. I thought it was a good trilogy. <laughs> you know how I many kids are into Star Wars now? You know? So many, dude. Like that, like that, In 10 years, when these kids are old and like sharing their opinions, you know, like people are going to realize, oh, wow, that really moved a lot of children. You know, like, yeah. so... To be honest, <clears> that's what we should be making Star Wars movies for i'm yes, not sir. saying lucas they literally has adults. always said these are kids movies yeah, exactly lucas has always it said should that, be yeah. for 10 to 15 year olds well, that's why the that's why the stories are so basic it's about good and evil you well, know we, we, we get know. into the minutiae in the tv shows you know where it's like well everything's not as black and white as we thought it was but like in the yeah. mo- main movies it's always very simple you know like, I mean, we know fully well that adults uh also act like children so none know. of us are really truly grown up we're all just yeah, yeah. 
different uh, size babies. I mean, I'm 43 years old. I play video games. I talk in all caps. Damn. You're you're a menace to society. <laughs> I'm the um, definition damn. of a. Remember when talk? Don Cheadle told Kevin yeah, Hart how yeah. old he was, and he goes, "Damn, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that." <laughs> I mean, I'm and he was like, like he, he seemed mad. He seemed mad. <laughs> oh, Don Cheeto was mad, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. I'm sorry. I think. Yeah, I'm I remember sorry. that. I was just reacting. Um, can I? Um, unless, unless, uh, can I just real quick throw out something? Um, I'm gonna be doing uh, participating in what they call on Twitch a raid train. Um, so when people raid into other people's channels, so like say I had 20 people in my channel hanging out uh, with me, then we basically just kind of like move over. We like move everyone over to that channel. So now like the the streams have like fused essentially. We're watching that person um, and it's like an organized event. So it's kind of like a way to like promote like people's channels and be like, hey, this is you may never watch this person. Check out this person. It's really cool. It's a good idea. Um, I'm going to be in one this Friday on the 27th. I'm participating in one. The first one I've ever participated in um, and it's a weird one. It's a very weird theme. And and let's just say I might be a Barbie girl, a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. Okay. I hate You're, this. You, I hate you, this you've so even much. lost Gaston on that one. <laughs> you lost him. He's out. Might be a Barbie girl in a Barbie world. This is my no. nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we're ending the show on. Hit, yep. uh, hit the record yep. button. Stop it. We're out.